0: Salutations, traveler. Welcome to A peak Beneath the Veil, the podcast edition. If you'd like to throw us a little extra road gold, you can always subscribe to our Twitch channel at twitch.tv tabletopnotch. If you are a member of the Amazon Prime domain, you can subscribe for free every month. You can also experience the magic of Tabletop Notch on social media, where a collection of material components for a good time are held well then, it seems there is nothing left to do but toss you into this week's episode of A Peak Beneath the Veil.
1: All right, everybody, in Season 2, Chapter 46, Death Metal, our celebration over the demise of the Chimera would have to be put on hold, for we still had to contend with the two unknowns of an unchecked rugabugatugatin and a cleric whose drive and purpose had just been stripped away. As we bought time for the Fiend to find his way back to where he came from, a pair of disembodied voices entered into the minds of Orba and Graven, one with words of insidious warning and the other with some puzzling advice. K'uzni showed us neither grace nor gratitude, but he did begin the process of freeing Graven from his divine affiliation, an arduous transformation that had us worried that he might not survive given the decades he'd spent relying on that power. Piece by piece. His skills and spells were stripped away along with his health, and it seemed we needed to change the game to avoid a disastrous result. Luckily, our other call came from Josco Tibbets, who was using the Sending spell to guide Orba to a hidden ripcord in an empty prison cell. Other than, you'll know what to do after that, there wasn't much in the way of clarification, but our options were limited, so we put our faith in the eccentric wizard who'd helped us once before. Pulling the cord triggered waves of metallic clanging that seemed to be coming from inside the walls, and just a few moments later a strange silence washed over us that felt awfully familiar. It seemed the Shade Assembly had rigged up a mechanism for turning the holding pens into a soul shelter, which not only halted the sapping of Graven's strength, it afforded us an opportunity to speak candidly to the last remaining Cleric of Light. As we carefully approached the half-orc, Rummik and Sasha's attention was drawn elsewhere, for popping up all around the chamber were chained-up goliaths, a glimpse into K'uzni's collection of banished souls, far more accessible now than when we saw them at the shelter outside the ruins of Joyrunk. An impassioned plea by Graven to point out that whatever the meddling gods could give would come at far too great a cost seemed to resonate with the man who called himself Aswin, But just as the conflicted duo moved to destroy their holy relics together, the cleric gave in to a lust for power, and wounded his predecessor with a wave of necrotic force. The fight that ensued had complications aplenty, most notably that Graven was in such a weakened state, and that Aswyn's death might prevent us from freeing the banished Goliaths, who could then be lost forever. The former problem was mitigated by Rumik fetching this totem once belonging to Buraj Ilcravo, which, after foregoing his own safety to acquire it, used some baton-passing antics with Sasha to get it into his brother's <laughs> hands. The totem infused Graven with barbarian fortitude, though it also forced him to relive several heartbreaking memories of the decades-long hunt the Elvigos had put in motion to set him free. Even that might not have been enough to keep the cleric from striking us down, but Orba picked the perfect moment to counterspell what could have been a killing blow. And after a bolt of lightning lightning from Sasha softened him up, Graven landed one thunderous thump to fell his foe. There was no time to savor the moment, however, for the Goliaths were flickering out of existence. So we split up and we sprinted to all corners of the room to save as many as we could. Tragically, Orba was un- unable to reclaim Erlen from the void, but Sasha's physical prowess gave him the speed to locate their sister, Ayana Sangrila, and with a smile on her face, she returned to the temple where she'd once been taken. It wasn't a perfect outcome, but rarely does such a thing exist. And as we waited to see if the Shade Assembly was on their way to apprehend us, we wondered. Was this the last we'd hear of Kuuzni? For a long time to come? Does Ayana know of a way to rescue the remaining Goliaths that fell beyond our reach? And when would we get to tell Buraj that his suffering and sacrifice was not in vain? We find out now on Season 2, Chapter 47 of A Peak Beneath the Veil. In a massive chamber that just moments ago was filled with bodies lining the balconies like an auditorium. The show is now over. It returns to its relative emptiness, just a smattering of scratches, rattles, and scrapes from behind the bars as the few creatures that were locked up, which you saw as you started to work your way down, have become somewhat riled by the commotion. After hustling up the ramps to tend to the banished, You now look down to see Aswin collapsed, just 15 feet or so from the edge of that little arcane fissure. And with his arms splayed out to the side, you can see the light reflecting off of his relic that's still tied to his wrist there. To Graven, never before has this symbol seemed so impotent. And yet, at the same time, there's something gnawing at the back of your brain something that worries for what happens when the holding pens revert back from its temporary soul-shelter state. A meddling god with so much history rooted in this world feels unlikely to go quietly. And if it isn't destroyed here, would the Shade Assembly dare preserve it to be studied or experimented with? For now, it seems you've bought yourself a brief reprieve to consider your next move. You don't hear any pounding on the door up by the exit, no shifting of the plates inside the walls. It's hard to tell, given that a soul shelter hampers divination magic. If anyone outside this room even knows what the outcome was, they could very well think that you all perished or that the fight is still going on. It's impossible to tell. So for a brief moment, the knowledge inside here is your knowledge alone. So you're each sort of scattered throughout this chamber. Uh, Rumik is kind of on one of the higher levels because he's sort of leapt up and started running to find your sister. And each of you kind of one floor below, one floor below. So if you step out onto those kind of ballista platforms, you can look down and see, sort of make eye contact with each other sort of on different levels of this area. Mm
2: -hmm. Graven, is there anyone left?
0: I can't see anyone else. I, I was only able to free one of them. Let's come, come everyone. Meet, meet me down in the center.
1: Kind of, everybody kind of circles their way down all the way to the bottom. Welcome to the table, Jordan. It's good to be here. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry, we cross the announcements. don't even think I about that. So don't even worry about it. many
3: commands for different platforms and things from that just just sharing it was a group effort thank you i'm
1: so proud we've re-entered into the holding cells um graven was looking kind of down at the body of Aswin that was there at the bottom so that holy relic just kind of splayed out onto the ground kind of hovering near that arcane crevice and now the group is slowly in kind of with an exhausted labored movements working their way down the ramps and Probably, Graven's probably the first one down to the bottom, followed by Sasha, and then Orva was a little bit further, and then Rumik's kind of the last one, is you were the highest one up, so it takes you just a moment longer to get to the bottom. So now you've all kind of gathered, not right by the edge of that fissure, but uh, kind of closer to the ramp, where the Chimera was originally sort of housed in that cell there. Yeah.
2: <sighs> do, Do you think do you think they think we've failed them? No.
4: I do not think they think that.
0: I, I do not even know the face of the person that I
4: freed. Were you able to? Some. I found Iana. Oh, God.
2: Good. Rumik. It took the sacrifice of, of of many brave, great Goliaths, but I'm glad to have her back. She did she see you? Could she? I I don't know. don't
0: know. I don't know. She worked so hard. She deserved that. Thank you. I do not. I do not know if the rest are fully lost. I I uh, hold up my. If the the relic
4: relic remains intact does Kozni stay tethered to the plane? I don't know.
0: We were told by another cleric that if a meddling god loses all their clerics they lose their connection. I don't know if destroying these fully would ensure that or would it only ensure that we have no chance of finding them.
5: Graven, are you able to detect magic?
0: I I can do nothing. I have no magic left in me. He took it all. For better or for worse. It's gone. I am no longer a cleric of any kind.
1: As you take out that relic, and you're talking to Orba, just having it there in your hand, now that you're down at the bottom, as you're holding it up, that fissure is in the background, and (sighs) your hand is kind of trembling, and just those, that sort of gnawing thought gets a little stronger, just like wondering that if this place sort of reverts back to not being a soul shelter anymore, that you just can't help but think if this relic is going to serve as a way for him to claw his way back in, it's impossible for you to kind of Get that thought out of your mind. The last time that I
0: threw this symbol from myself, he was able to claw himself back into my hand with his own magic. I can't help but feel that I need to destroy this here, now, while the soul shelter is still
1: intact. So do it. I'm gonna walk over to the other half and pick up each step, sort of, as you get closer and closer to the fissure, just the trembling gets more and more, and it's hard to tell if it's you, or if it's just this place, something about it, like your hand, as you reach down, you can see your other hand sort of shaking as you reach for the other piece, and you have to kind of slip it off of his wrist there that he had been holding it on a little kind of string.
5: for all those who fought
0: for me that I could not even
4: see. Fuck you, Kuzni.
1: over to the, yeah. there. as you get closer and closer to the edge, you can hear, again, mainly riled up from the chimera and the noise of the soul shelter, you can hear some of the creatures in here that were caged. When you were going around, you saw like a, a grick and a bascalist, mm-hmm. a few creatures caged, in, and you can hear them kind of <laughs> sort of gnashing and clawing and banging at the bars, or sort of. Mild commotion coming from each floor of here and the closer and closer you kind of get the whole place seems to kind of have this energy It's even it feels like you're moving through mud almost just to get closer and closer even though nothing's physically impeding you You get to the edge Do they have any kind of Is there
0: a feeling of any magnetism between the two halves Not or anything? particularly. You no. can
1: put them close together and Possibly in your head, like there's a little bit of awe and wonder to it, and it might just be your own mind, but no kind, it doesn't like move to connect itself together. Certainly not here inside the Soul Shelter.
6: I never needed you.
0: Even if you made me believe so.
1: One piece falls; the other. The first one to hit the arcane sort of magma energy is your half. Hits, and it immediately kind of turns on its side and sinks, and then the second half drops, and it hits the magma as well. The second fractured half of his holy relic drops into that arcane slag, and as if suspended by magnetism, it hovers on the surface without splashing or sinking. From its typical faded gold, it grows in intensity to a piercing gleam, a radiance that somehow outshines the brilliance of the magma that's working to swallow it whole. A rumbling begins, but it's not coming from below you. It's coming from above the plates in the walls that turned the holding pens into a functioning soul shelter are clattering like dishes in the cupboard. Bits of stone begin to fall from the ceiling, some of it falling in the magma, some of it landing on the ground around you. And immediately after, a hole is punctured in the very center at the top of the ceiling, and a beam of light plunges to the floor the beam has a kind of thickness to it and it wavers and warps it's like a great radiant rope is being pulled taut between the relic and the skies above something is trying to keep the relic from falling into ruin a string or a strand, a god strand, reaching down from above. So it hovers there at the top of the magma, and you can see they'll it, start to sink for a moment and then like pull itself back up. And the rumbling continues. Pieces of stone continue to fall. Some of the metal is warping on some of the cages. Some of the animals from up above. You can see a basilisk like skitter along one of the ramps. Like, the comp- the, the walls are being compromised by all of the shaking and the clattering. Orba!
3: So, so, Matt? <laughs> yes? Here's the thing. I don't have Scythe of Extinction
1: equipped. You don't have it equipped? No. Nope. You can ritually cast it with uh, if you have a spell slot for it. I
3: have spell slots. Oh, I have a spell Christ. slot for it. Okay. Yep. I forgot that I can virtually
1: cast Oh my god. You, you can. Of- Scared me. <laughs> well, campaign's over. That's it. Orba. Oh, well,
6: I
3: trust you. Okay, I can
6: ritually cast
3: Okay. Yeah, I can virtually cast Does that mean 10 minutes? What, i don't see that on the card it's cards. ritual
1: in any way and in, in the way anything else is ritual yeah
3: yeah other things are 10 minutes okay <laughs> Um, um okay. so 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 here's the thing.
1: is there a physicality to this thing is there there is like it feels, it looks like a physical like it it looks like a rope that's burning white hot but somehow not going up in flame or melting like it has a kind of girth to it it kind of wavers and then pulls taut like over and over as if something's trying to like yank it free from the magma there if if I very slowly reach out if I see that she's are, are, are you, you starting gonna sit sitting down'm well,
3: I'm, gonna, I'm gonna sit down and Protect yourselves, and me please. As she
1: sits down and begins to cast some of the falling stone, it looks like some pieces, one lands dangerously close to Orba as she's sort of trying to focus there. What were you doing? Uh, My
0: fur protect her. And I'm gonna go over to the strand and see if it's something that I can even just to pretend to try to rend. You move or, your
1: hands closer to it, and to do that, you have to reach over probably a couple feet of this fissure here. Yeah. And as your hands get close to it, it seems like you could physically grab it. Yeah. It also seems like even as you get close without touching it, it's already starting Burning. to hurt. Yeah, your hands. What if I
2: take the the totem and like, Give me an attack roll. Oh my god. I'm gonna go over to Orba yeah. and be like a Goliath umbrella. Okay. 26? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah.
1: 26. 26 uh, 22, 22. 22, you reel back, and as you hit it, it bends, it like does a big U bend, and then, like, it literally throws the totem like out of your hands, like the force of it. You don't like break yeah. it or unattune to it, but the force of it just blows it all the way back against the wall. Making an umbrella. Give me a dexterity saving throw, Got Sasha. It. What are you doing?
4: Um, I sort of see that it bent, and I'm gonna throw a frostbite at it.
1: <laughs> Give me an attack roll.
2: I'm um, gonna go and grab the totem. Okay. Danger sense. I have advantage on yes, dexterity Yes, you can dip. see it. Plus.
4: Yep.
1: That's nice. a dirty twenty. Great. Uh, th- that is that. Uh, what's the spell? Sorry. Uh, frostbite is. Uh, oh, was that a Constitution saving throw rather than attack roll? Sorry. Constitution saving throw. Um, it automatically fails a constitution know. saving throw, so not sort of a creature. Okay, so Go ahead and roll the damage. Um, 15. 15. So as you're sort of hovering over Orba, Orba's sitting there and she's focusing and she hears something kind of break off and opens her eye ever so slightly and sees a piece of stone coming and Rumik bats it to the side and the rock kind of breaks and falls apart you can see more creatures now bashing out of their cages one is uh, one is one of those gricks and you can see its mouth sort of squawk and start to move up um, what was the damage, great, you see the strand sort of frost over a little bit and then any bits of ice that built up just immediately shatter and get sort of thrown about the room here Another couple of minutes passes. Orba continues to focus. Um, I'm trying with a,
0: a a slashing damage now with my axe. Okay, great. Axe. Give me like, an
1: attack roll and give me another dexterity saving throw. up, up, Um, twenty one. <laughs> twenty one. That'll hit. Roll for damage.
4: Do I, do I still have call lightning up?
1: Uh, no. It's been longer than that. Yeah, that was ten minutes. I think. Yeah, that's been uh, that's been eight, done. Eight. Uh, eight slashing damage. Great. So you're hitting it with that axe. It's it's just a hand. Axe, and it's a yeah, non-magical yeah. axe. Yes. You hit it with the axe, and the blade just shatters into oh, the pieces, oh. and you're holding just a stick of wood oh. in your hand. Oh. <laughs> oh, shit. 13. 13. Another piece comes. This one doesn't, you don't quite sort of get it all blocked. You take the damage, but yes. you only take uh, four bludgeoning damage. Uh, <gasps> You keep it off of Orba as best you can. Anything else during this time? Uh, going back, I've got the totem now, and I'm just you kind of... You hear those plates in the walls. Coming in, just trying to pushing against it with the edge of the
0: totem to tr- just okay. try to keep it from being a straight line. Yes, like okay, it. great.
1: Yeah. Um, give me an athletics check. Athletics. Uh, Sasha's right there with you. Do you want to, athletics for you as well? The two of you trying to... Thirteen. 13. Sure. Yeah. yeah, give me an athletics check as well. Thirteen.
3: Hearing Rumik make a grum when he gets hit, or will just quietly, there's a healing potion in my bag.
1: <laughs> I will grab the healer. <laughs> I will have no hesitation at all. Yes. Another another Jody's. Uh, point. Great. So, as the strand, it, after that last axe hit, it goes <laughs> sort of pulled taut again, and the two of you, like swinging a battering ram, smash into it, and you're able to kind of bend it a little bit. As it bends that time, you can see the relic sink a little bit further, and it does pull taut again, but it keeps it from kind of yanking it free from yeah. the arcane slash. I'm flag. just like pushing against it. Again, great. Right? Like another couple of minutes pass here. Give me. Give me Athletics again from both of you, another Um, dexterity saving throw. Did you roll your potion? Two max rolls, so 12. Excellent. And give me another dexterity saving throw. Yes. I think I just saved my life. Um, Eight, uh, um, athletics. Eight, nine, and 13. 13, okay. Another battering ram shot, and it bends a little bit. It seems like it's getting pulled a little more taut, a little stronger. What was the saving? 12. 12, okay. Take half of that, two bludgeoning damage. You get pelted. It's not one big rock, it's like a couple pieces of stone. (sighs) And at one point, one of the bars of one of these cages like bends and Poing, wee, 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 like, comes down and you duck, and it clang, like, hits off the back wall behind you. Okay. Another couple of minutes pass. Give me the same thing athletics I'll, checks. I'll go,
0: I'll th- my my prognosticator's hull, which I had thrown yeah. away earlier. Now I've got that, and what are you using to push on it? Are you. He, he, um, was, he was helping you with the totem. You. Okay, yeah, now I'm gonna to throw it. the prognosticator's hull to you, which is. It's a magical shield to push!
2: Shield. And I'll,
1: okay. you know. Great. <sighs> so I've
2: uh,
0: got the totem, and he's got the shield now.
1: 10. 10. What kind okay. of <laughs> it's going down. Athletic. Four athletic. bludgeoning damage. <laughs> Sixteen yeah. athletic. Uh,
4: that's uh, nineteen plus four is uh, twenty-three.
1: Great. Okay. Another good push, and you get that strand a little more loose. And finally, it seems the uh, relic, much like Ravens when it first yeah. fell in, is starting to tilt upward just a little bit, as like it's almost like a ship, like that sinking tilts its hull up and then starts to sink. But once again. <laughs> the strand the pulls as hard as it can. We're getting to the final minutes here. One more round here, athletics checks. Uh, Dexterity dirty saving throw. <laughs> <laughs> Rumik just getting pelted <laughs> by stuff.
4: It's so another dirty 20. Okay. 16, 16 again.
1: 16, okay, 13. Uh, 13, uh, they can't damage Another two bludgeoning <laughs> damage. <down. laughs> <laughs> <It's fun. fun. laughs> <laughs> Keeping like this little shelter over Orba as best you can. Orba looks open her eyes at one point, and again you see Rumick just getting smacked. He has like little cuts on his face. Oh no like single big blow, but all of the pieces are just falling on him, and there's no way to avoid it while still protecting you. And once again, Graven and Sasha. It warps the rope one more time, and then you see Orba's eyes open up. Stand back.
3: She's got the scythe in her hand. She's gonna stretch her palms across it. She's gonna approach where the strand is, and she's gonna like first hold it up to just kind of get a feel for it because it's been a while, and this is her first
1: time. Almost like uh, like grinding a blade on a whetstone. As you get the scythe close to it, these like s- s- sparks start to form.
3: Orba's gonna glance up to where Erlen last was before he disappeared. I can do anything!
1: The scythe cuts through the strand with almost no resistance at all. Graven mm-hmm. and Sasha watch, it, and you guys have been pushing and slamming against the strand, and as Orba hits it, you're waiting for it to kind of bend and reverberate, but it just, like through a puff of smoke, goes through. There's something almost balletic about the way she moves. Sparks from the arcane energy below illuminate Orba and they cast shadows on the wall behind her, a frozen moment of time of, of a reaper coming into their own. The relic tilts up even more and sinks. It's consumed by the arcane energy. Bubbles begin to surface in the glowing sludge, it begins to kind of pop with these forceful reverberations, with each bubble that comes up, kind of vibrates in the area around you.
0: Is the level of the
1: lava staying pretty? So far, yes. Okay. What does Uh, that mean? (laughs) Whatever energy has been absorbed from these relics, anchoring a deity to this chosen mortal within this room, is now being dispersed, violently churning with vigor. The crevice begins to swell. It breaks further across the ground. You can hear the gates up above you groaning. And the ballista and their platforms are catching fire from some of the spray that's spewing up. The closer ones to the bottom begin to crackle with flame. The lava or magmar, whatever this is, shows no signs of slowing in its expansion. It's not rising, but the cracks getting bigger and more and more of this magma is filling. And you look to each other kind of with wide-eyed concern. Sasha. We need to get out of here. We have to
4: run up. Run!
1: (sighs) Um, I'll
0: go. Uh, we're still pretty close to where uh, the as-one is there, right? Yeah,
1: you were right there, yep. As the crack is getting wider, it's getting closer and closer to him. Like Now his head is like just like over the side of the edge of the crack.
0: I'm there. gonna reach down and grab his hat off of his head and,
1: okay. and, and stuff it. You do like so. That, you know? It's just about to get kind of consumed, and you grab it, and there's a little like steaming portion, and you kind of bat it against your leg just to put the fire out. Athletics checks as everyone begins to run. Um, can I use my bestial soul to jump up for that ballista? Was yes. First ballista. <laughs> oh my god, all tens. 12. 12? 16. Uh, 16. Athletics, check. Sorry. Look Athletics. Mm-hmm.
3: 17.
1: 17? Yeah. 32 foot jump? I don't know if that... That'll definitely, that'll get you up to the next floor easily. Okay. So immediately, you watch as Rumik takes a little shortcut, jumps up, and he gets to up there and he looks down the ramp and sees the rest of you coming, sort of gives yeah. you a wave, and you guys begin to Let's circle. Go. <sighs> Making sure that I got, he's got my shield and I got my mace from earlier. Sure, yeah, you got, got your stuff. that I left. Do you keep the broken stick of the, uh... No. <laughs> <laughs> I, <laughs> I liked that, that hand that thing was
3: awesome. Not magical, just got, got No,
0: wrecked. but I found it in the mountains. Nice. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. All right. uh, you begin to circle me. Yes, please. Does
3: severing the ties of a god give me fatal draw?
1: Uh, no, it didn't. Oh, oh come I on. I still I'd have draw. the scythe. No, I know. Yeah. I thought I yeah. saw <laughs> Um Just in case. You didn't kill him. Um, severed uh. the connection. Rules <laughs> lawyer <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in, in here. Right. Right. come on. Um,
3: also, quick thing. Yeah. Uh, if I was casting ritually, I don't think I use a spell slot, unless that's yes. am specific Yes, type. yes okay. sure. um, Then I think as we're running, Orba's going to take a second to use action of bonus action to do mage armor, distort mage armor. Okay. Because <laughs> you never know.
1: Orba begins to sort of cover herself in arcane armaments there. She steadies herself for whatever might be coming next. You run by some of these cages, and most of them have broken open, and the beasts, there's like a, a periton that's just <laughs> flying around. It flies up to the top and tries to kind of claw its way through that hole that was made in the Ugh. ceiling. You guys get to the final loop that God. takes you around to the top, and that door that you came through to enter into the holding pens is an iron shut door. Okay. It seems that whatever that uh, mechanism for making the soul shelter also like locked this door into place there.
5: Okay. Graven, should we try to use the weird thing in the chest with it where you communicate? K- the, the two guards used it, remember? S- sorry,
1: that doors before that Yeah, we are still in oh, the Oh
3: shit! Yeah. Oh no! <laughs> My plans are ruined! Yeah. Oh,
1: um,
3: I got nothing!
0: Th- 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 this... look for a seam in the iron, I don't know, there's... how did this come to be? The... the... the, the soul shelter?
3: Oh, I, I pulled a string that Jasco told me to pull. he didn't oh. say anything about putting it back.
0: Look for a seam in the iron, in the iron pieces of iron. I'm gonna Raven, start feeling along. You wanna try to use the totem
4: on the door.
1: You look for a seam, I'll hit it. <laughs> right. I'll look for a seam. Investigation checks for everybody looking. And I'll come <laughs> where the door is. Natural one.
2: Seven. With a negative one, five. Five? Yeah.
1: Nice. You guys, look around, there is this door. It seems like when you pulled that cord, the plates that shifted into place like are halfway in the door and halfway in the wall. So this door is sealed shut. Like it would take an explosion to blow this door open. So there's no okay. seams in that at all. You're still sort of relatively all in the upper level. So yes.
3: I would like to take a second and pull out the pendant the Shade Assembly pendant, okay. possibly. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, is there anything that like I could fit the pin into? Nothing? Not that the you can, can see. Not. Oh, shit, them. guys! <laughs>
2: I'm gonna begin running, uh, or maybe taking a rope or running <laughs> down the ramp and say, uh, "You said there was a, a rope, a, a latch." A- a-
3: oh, cell eighty-eight.
5: Uh, there's there's a there's a hole, it's and you pull a string. Gonna... I don't know if it puts back.
2: I'm Would gonna it- I'm gonna
1: try heading down there. Sure. You take a couple of the ropes, so one of them
2: <laughs>
1: turn around. <laughs> <laughs> like back and forth. Oh, oh.
6: Well,
2: the
1: banging of the totem seems to have no effect on it at least not without some kind of magical force that's blowing it open Is there any way to reach out to anyone
3: No the soul shelter is blocking all the soul magic. shelter
4: has a hole in the ceiling
1: Can
0: we climb How far is it How it's far is hold. the hole from us
3: 40 50 feet
1: uh you a- get. 85, 86, <laughs> 88. uh give me an investigation check with advantage as she points you to that particular grade. there's Let's a there's a few ropes we could
0: possibly Oh, no. Throw rope it it. Oh, a rope away
1: with advantage. Nothing do, do, in that cell at all. Really? Something that you okay. do okay. notice <laughs> is that the cells are beginning to like crumble. Like this whole room oh. is losing its integrity. Okay. Some of the back walls of these cells have started to crumble. Like that layer of bricks has started to fall. Behind in this cell, there's just more rock, like dirt and rock mm. and compacted earth. Okay. But it does seem like somewhere if if the walls are falling apart, you, it, the thought occurs to you that there might be an opening somewhere, just not here, not in that spot.
2: Oh I'm, I'm gonna start with the crumbling, running back up to them and <laughs> screaming. up uh, uh, um, in one of the cells there could be a a, a, f- a fake wall, a broken wall, a, an escape. I don't know. All right.
5: Okay. I'm gonna. Um,
2: There's only yeah.
5: ninety five cells. I'm gonna try to <laughs> fire a
0: rope with one of the ballistas out that hole, and I'm gonna go to.
1: Okay. One of the top ballistas Uh, that's across. They, I think we talked about this when we were, they don't tilt up like that. They they only, like the way the mechanism works, you can't like tilt it that far up. I think we talked about that. Can like
3: two super strong people, like, (laughs) rip it
1: off of its mouth? You could try. Could a strong person throw a ballista bolt 40 feet? Uh, through a tiny oh. hole, maybe. Oh my <laughs> God, Matt! Nah, what are you? What are we supposed to do? are we doing? <laughs> Who's doing what?
2: I, so I'm gonna, as I'm running up the ramp, just try to. I don't know if there's any other empty cells that are. Sure, look there's
3: like lots of empty away. cells.
1: Yeah. If I can investigate them as I'm like by. Sure, so give me an investigation, investigation check. I
3: would. Yeah. I would like to meet him halfway. Okay, or going the other. Give me an
1: investigation, going, yeah, me investigation oh. check. I'm just gonna investigate the closest cell. Okay, give me that. Um, give me with advantage if you're just taking a closer look at one. I'm gonna go to the ballista, get a rope. And
0: get um yeah, try with a ballista and just see how close I can get. To
1: okay. Throwing with, that ballista. Advantage? Uh not with advantage, because you were going 13? 19! 19? 9. 9. Okay. You guys all start to check each cell. Some of them are still sort of open a little bit, but because the room is falling apart so much, most of the cells, like the hinges have broken off, and you can at least push the cell doors open and take a peek inside. Before I tell you what you found, I need everybody to make dexterity saving throws as the room continues oh, my to deteriorate
0: the um um the other animals we saw one try to f- oh my <laughs> Sorry. F- try to fly up through the hole do we see any other animals
1: trying to escape yes but they have not found, they have them. Not found Yes. Them there's either. like a there's rick mm. running around there's a basilisk with a blindfold okay. sort of panicked running through the chamber all right natural 20 natural 20 yeah. 12 12 with advantage 3, three. 10 10 <laughs> well, everyone two, but twos. rumik okay uh, rumik you take of uh, 7 bludgeoning, and the rest of you take 3 bludgeoning. I, have, three. I am up. Okay. okay. Uh, uh, Half. So three bludgeoning, yep. Three bludgeoning. <laughs> and seven for uh,
3: Orb was gonna take out another free <sighs> potion. Um, am I, I
1: close th- enough? I'm like running up.
3: Oh, there. I thought we were meeting in the middle. Oh, are you
1: guys are. You're running toward each other. and oh, I will uh, hand. Uh, is it just a normal healing potion?
3: No, this is another temp. So uh, uh, yeah. 2D, four plus four. Amazing. <laughs> it's
1: you know just why? like a healing potion, <laughs> but it's temp health only. So as right after you hand Rumik the potion, yeah. we'll say that's when you sort of peek in the cells around you. You roll 19 on the investigation. As you pass by one of the cells where the door has like twisted and fallen off its hinges, you can see inside to where the back wall is faring no better than the rest of this chamber. Piece by piece, brick by brick, the plates are giving way. And although you stop and take a closer look, you can see that beyond this particular wall, it looks like it might be hollow past this wall, unlike some of the others. In addition, there's a gap of about two feet, and then you can see in some ways it looks a little familiar. A curved piece of metal that's already been dented from some of the falling debris. It's a pipe. Oh, it's like shit. the one you guys came up to get into here, although it looks significantly smaller than the giant oh. pipe you guys came up when you were breaking into the shade assembly. So, as um, it, it looks uh, also as it's running through the wall that in a spot where it was dented by some of these falling, uh, falling bricks, the panels have become just separated ever so slightly so there's a little opening and there's like some liquid l- leaking from it so it doesn't seem like it's a gas pipe the way you guys traveled through before okay. it seems like there is possibly water or some other liquid goo. in the way. It doesn't look her. like goo it looks it looks we're going to Shawshank this we're yeah gonna sh- <laughs> me out of here. all right so all right. that's what
3: orbis Okay sees so wait there. so just to repeat it so yeah. there's a wall that definitely looks wall, like it could be a crumbled
1: two foot gap two just a two foot gap Apollo. of like
3: emptiness yeah or okay. like
1: down below there might be dirt or whatever this hollow here got it and then a metal pipe yep and that pipe is made of panels just like you saw right. before and the where two panels meet the seam there has been damaged a little so there's a little bit of an opening where some water is leaking
3: does it look like t- a bunch of fucking Goliaths can fit in this
1: pipe? Uh, it looks like you might have to pry that opening bigger. It definitely okay. doesn't look- But the pipe it, itself. The pipe itself looks big good. enough not to stand in, but big enough to- Yarslide. <laughs> a slide sloopity uh, swoop. The last yeah. time we slid
3: down pipes, it worked so well. Um, okay, uh, Orba's going to uh, peek her head out of the thing. Um, I think I found the place. Uh, get ready.
6: Okay. It, um,
0: it might be stinky. I had thrown one of the-, the the bolt up Athletics to the, check? Okay. Uh, like 12, four,
1: uh, <laughs> 14. Before Fourteen. he hears Orba's voice, Graven had just loosed the the bolt and it's going straight up and then the weight of it just and it goes all the way down to the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> her sounds great, let's go, come on. <laughs> come on Sasha, come let's come
3: go. On. Uh, as they start running, I'm gonna try to at least just like pry it open. Give me an athletics check. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll deal do some do so. damage to myself if mm-hmm.
0: it cuts me or whatever. Um, as we're getting down here, uh, uh, how is everyone doing? I've got some re- some big healing potions. I'm hurt, but <laughs> I'm he's like, yes. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna give you Rummik, the drink superior, the <laughs> superior healing potion, Ooh, which nice. is eight d four plus eight.
2: <laughs> Holy,
5: that's so many turns. <laughs> oh
0: yeah, yeah. You could, that's oh wait. Oh okay. yeah, definitely. Uh, okay, uh, four turns of that.
2: Five, 10. ten. Uh, 14 and uh, 6 oh so 20, 20 plus 8, plus 8. 20. so you got Ooh. 28 out and of that. this isn't temp, this is true. This is true. That's, That's eight. really.
1: Eight. Yeah.
2: oh my gosh, you're wow. a godsend. <laughs>
1: okay. Takes Thank the potion you, from his brother's hands, and without even knowing kind of how powerful it is, you just are in such a state that you just gulp it down, oh. immediately feel invigorated by the healing energy pouring through you. Um, At, what was the athletic? That I was, was right? uh, 17. 17, okay. So orbit, as you guys heard her, she disappeared back into that cell. Mm-hmm. And you can hear, like, and it sounds like she's trying to pry something loose. Judging by the fact that the liquid is more kind of, it's not spraying, it's kind of leaking or dribbling out, it doesn't seem like the contents in the pipe are, like, under pressure. Meaning that if you were to go inside, you're probably not, like, engulfed by water. It's not like a full okay. tube of water. It just seems like there's water running along the bottom of this okay. pipe. Okay. So if you continue to pry it open, a little more continues to dribble out, but you may need someone's help to pry it all If we away. see her... Are we there? Yeah. So yep, everybody the Two on each side. Yep. come on! Do I? It's from all of the, the cell doors that have been banging about, do I yeah. see like a metal rod that we could use as like a lever? Sure, yeah, to like definitely. put in there. Give me like athletics checks. Athletics with advantage. Ooh. The three of you get into position. The three of you get into position and then Sasha comes in, pushes <laughs> it on the side, puts the bar in, and then begins to... Pry it open. There's some kind of liquid seeping through the bottom. It doesn't smell like sewage. Like it, it doesn't smell okay. stinky. Yeah. However, it's not sort of crystal clear water. You see occasionally some trickles of color running through it that could be some other substance. Astringent? Does it give me a give me a perception check? Oh, okay. Um uh, 13 okay. your your magic has left you but your memories have not and what you smell and just sort of sense is Maybe liquid material components mm-hmm. from spell casting. Okay. Okay. You smell some things that you just remember that being used in spell casting. Yeah. Uh, some bits of honey, maybe oh. spirits like like alcohol, mercury, uh, some animal, some thick globs of animal tallow, like animal fat, floating yeah. as it moves down. You smell bits of oil, um, some kind of vinegary smell, maybe some blood as well. So all of it yeah. seems like whatever experiments or whatever yeah. they're doing, the, the the used liquid components yeah. get flushed out through this tube. I don't think it's dangerous, but maybe don't take a mouthful. <laughs> get in there. Uh, who's going? I'll, I'll, I'll wait to,
3: <laughs> I, I'm feeling really good now. <laughs> I'll wait for everyone to get through. I, go, go. I'll go first.
1: I'll be right behind
5: you.
3: Okay.
1: You can feel the liquid kind of pouring down your back there. a
3: yeah, the plugs her nose. And you're letting go. Goodbye. Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh. Who's next?
3: Oh, Christ! No, Graven.
1: I'm going. 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 Graven has to kind of work his way. Do like a little. Who's next? (laughs) We did it,
4: brother. (laughs) You. See you on the other side. (laughs) Yes. God
1: damn it! And then I'll go. Rumik heads in.
6: Four (laughs) people sliding down this
1: pipe, down the chute you go. Even if you, Even if you could get a grip on the slick sides to begin with, the ever steepening angle of this pipe would make it, the acceleration gets to like a frightening speed. You start off kind of fast and then, at one point it feels like you're almost gonna tip like vertically up for a moment, and you continue to gain speed and gain speed. Behind you, you can hear the groans and the rumbling and the collapsing of the holding pens behind you. all these sounds of destruction just getting fainter and fainter as they they leave you and go behind you. The ominous clamor makes you feel like you're almost being pursued by like a metallic beast that you're able to kind of gain more and more distance on. Because this obviously wasn't intended as a means of travel, the chute twists and drops and flattens out. You're kind of... (laughs) You're getting like ping-ponged around this tunnel. Mm -hmm. uh, these are direction dice. Absolutely all oh,
6: Please, oh, he's gonna split us up. Oh no! Of Not that.
1: Oh. Okay. As the okay. pipe okay. twists and turns you get kind of bashed against either the top, bottom, left, or right side of the pipe. So sometimes you get hit up. Oh Oh, no. So depending on the direction that you roll, which we'll use this uh, north, south, east, west there, that might depend what substances you come into contact with. Oh my god. So I need everybody to give me a direction roll here. South. Okay, remember what you have there. North. Mm -hmm. Uh, west. Okay, so as you're moving down, you can feel yourself gliding over substances of varying viscosity, something gooey, something sticky, something oily, something that stings a little bit. I need anyone who got south or east to give me a dexterity saving throw. Oh boy. Is that Mm -hmm. just Sasha? Oh, you got north, right?
3: I got west with you.
0: Oh,
4: nice. Six.
1: Six, okay.
3: Ooh,
1: okay. Now I need you to give me. Oh, no. <laughs> what are you doing? As you bounce off the side of the chute here, you feel this s- substance, and at first it doesn't feel very strong, but it kind of seeps into where you have some open cuts and scrapes, mm. and it kind of burns in the cut there. I need you to give me a constitution saving throw. Please don't pass out in the pipe. Uh, 17. 17. You steal yourself as best you can, and you feel the effects of a drow poison seeping into your skin. Oh, shit! But you breathe as best you can, and you keep it from seeping into your skin. You would know that drow poison makes you go unconscious, so you could have just blacked out unconscious there in the pipe, but you...
6: Oh my
1: god! I need everybody to give me direction dies again here. I can't like sneak my own potion as I'm falling down here, can I? I will let you try, but you might break it as you try to do that. I will wait. Okay. Uh, uh, north, north. north north We all did north. north We did. Uh oh. East. Okay. Uh, north and south is this one? (laughs) I need you to give me. I need you to give me... This is so fun, but I'm so scared <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't like it. Uh, another constitution saving throws as well. Okay. Constitution saving throws. Oh. 24. Focker. 24. Eight. Eighteen. Eighteen, okay. Everyone can feel a little more stinging again. Sasha's getting tired of this sensation at this point. <laughs> it's not drow poison, it's carrion crawler mucus. Oh my god. And the rest of you sort of are able to shake yourself free, but Sasha finds that he's paralyzed, so you feel the stinging and then <clears throat> your joints just lock up, and even though you can see, you can see the pipe continuing to move, you're stuck, <sighs> and every, with every turn, you're unable to kind of brace yourself, so you- <clears> throat> throat> oh, <clears> throat> 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 oh no. <clears throat> oh Christ. Whiplash! You take you okay? uh, five bludgeoning damage as you get banged okay, along the side. Not so bad. Oh, Jesus. Um, okay, you guys continue. Give me another direction die roll. You're like, first. You son of
3: a bitch. Come on, east again.
1: Uh, no, no. North, west. west. Okay, east, west. Is this one oh, damn it? <laughs> <laughs> shit, shit west. Shit, and shit. I need you to give <laughs> <take> me <laughs> <arrest. laughs> dexterity saving throws. Dexterity is this a trap that I can see red. with advantage? Um, um, sure. I mean, uh, it's actually dark in the pipe, so I'm gonna say no. That's okay. Nat twenty. Great. Right. Right. Is that
0: something I should be doing too as a barbarian? Um,
1: danger sense. Danger sense. sense, sense yeah. If you can see it, you wouldn't be doing it now because it's black yeah. in the pipe. But if okay. you can see it, you get advantage on dexterity. I can't cast Light anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Nope, you can't cast Light. It's worth it. Uh, 14 for me. Okay. 16 for me. Okay. You take no damage for the natural 20, and you guys are gonna take half damage, so uh, four acid damage.
6: guys. It doesn't
1: feel like a poison, it just feels like some kind of caustic substance kind of running up your back as you keep going through the chute. (laughs) Another turn goes through the chute. Finally, one more downward lurch. And then, uh, because you're still paralyzed, I mean, oh, you can also take, you can't uh, try to fight you just it? take four bludgeoning damage as you bang against the pipe once more. Sasha. Sorry. <laughs> because, you're, because you're still paralyzed, you don't have to roll four bludgeoning okay. damage from banging against the pipe again. <sighs> oh. After that downward lurch, you feel like, especially for Orba, who has dark vision, you're able to see the first bit of light since throwing yourselves into the chute. You see kind of a dull greenish glow that seems to be dotted or speckled rather than a consistent hue. There's an opening coming up ahead of you and it's approaching very, very quickly. And it looks like it leads into, at a quick glance, whatever you can kind of see past your feet there, there's a larger room that's lit not by flame or, or some kind of light source, but by some kind of biological source. Like there's something glowing on the walls, some kind of plant or something that's glowing on the walls. As you move through this last stretch, I need everybody to roll direction die one more time. Oh, oh no! No, no, no! Do
3: need I have a riot. Should I okay. risk
1: it? South. I'm not yet, but you're, you're gonna. What need it. I do? No, I don't know.
3: Oh. South.
1: West. East. West is the one on this one. Oh. that's just, me. Just Graven. Uh give me another dexterity save. Can I advantage. see this time? Something. Um give me a perception check. There's a little bit of light leaking in, but it's not okay. A lot. Perception
2: 18?
1: Okay, then you can roll advantage on <laughs> uh, So dex save card. with yep. advantage. Mm-hmm. Seventeen? Seven. Right. <laughs> but a measly two acid. Oh fuck! You. As you feel <laughs> just you're running up your arm a little Only that 20 got the no damage. Yeah, yeah. A little <laughs> bit <laughs> running up your arm as that last bit of caustic energy seeps in. And finally. Orba gets to the end of this little um, tunnel that you guys are in here, this chute that you've been traveling through. There's barely any time at all to kind of process what's coming up on you as quickly as it is. The chute comes to an abrupt end, and suddenly, you find yourself in midair. It feels for the briefest of moments like you've almost been flung into outer space. The room is so dark, and the walls of the chamber are dotted with this glowing, what looks like algae or fungi of some kind some kind of fungi or moss giving off just enough light to look like constellations in the night sky. So for a moment, you sort of look at all the stars of fungus around you, and the wonder wears off as you look down and see about 50 to 60 feet of air between you and a pool of water that's down below, a stomach-dropping plunge into this kind of off-color, mostly innocuous basin. It's collecting whatever runoff has been deposited here by the experiments up above. I need you to give me athletics or acrobatics, Whichever one you prefer, as you guys Mm -hmm. each go out and you try and kind of dive and make a graceful landing. Okay. Sadly, Sasha, you automatically fail this.
3: Can't or try (laughs) the coolest trick shot ever as she's getting ready for a dive and bonus action, use her bottle bag and take her last riot route. Sure, so just you
1: may indeed.
0: <laughs> we don't get advantage on this because it's not like a deck save. Right? No, it's not a deck okay, save. This is just an athletics. athletics or
1: acrobatics, whichever you prefer.
3: Oh, come on, man! Okay, and then sorry, what was the check? Athletics or athletics or, or
1: acrobatics? acrobatics? Yep. So as Orba looks into the constellation of Stop. mushrooms there. I'm sorry. She the brisk bottle bag, chugs the potion, and then goes for a dive, but it's already too late, I'm yep. guessing, by the and look and on just your face.
3: And belly oh. flops. So <laughs> oh.
1: 12, well? 10.
3: 10. For automatic.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Do I even pass what with 12? Nope. Fucking... No. Oh. OK. Get out of this water, please. We Going know. into the water. Um, because it's not a solid substance, some of the fall is negated. However, you guys do take Why about. You guys take eleven bludgeoning damage. <laughs> oh. I got. has got a medkit, right? Yeah. You come up for air. The two of you see to your left and right, floating Orba and Sasha who looks alive but is just sort of floating. You, him! (laughs) Healer's kit, me dragging her out of the... Oh, Jordan, stop! (laughs) She can't, I can't, healing potion does nothing. It stabilizes, it does not bring her back. Well, what I'm saying is, healer's kit
0: stabilizes, but even though I have healing potions, they do nothing to her reperform.
1: Yes, that's what I'm saying. In reperform, it just stabilizes. So I'm just gonna room. use the the healer's kit. Yep. So you drag a limp Orba and Sash, midway through, kind of dragging him to the shoreline. He comes to, and <laughs> they go. You guys get over to the shoreline there, and you take stock of where you are. You look around, and you're in this kind of you know, disposal waste chamber. There's A big sort of basin of swirling, vaguely colorful water. Two things that you notice right away. One is that there seem to be two ways out of this room. One of them is a series of like barred grates on the far wall that look like either the water in here can be like bucketed or flushed out, or maybe when the tide gets higher, the water from the ocean kind of comes in and clears out some of this water. So it's a little system for making sure that the uh, liquid doesn't get built up. So there's kind of barred windows basically looking outward. And then there's just a little ramp with uh, wooden posts and ropes kind of between them that goes up and out of the room. You're not sure where it leads, but you can see a little walkway leading up and out of this room. Graven pulls Orbit of the shore. There, sort of limp in your arms. I'm checking. I'm checking your vitals. I'm seeing that she's Seems she alive. is still alive. She is indeed alive. I won't lose another one.
2: look, look
1: for a
4: way out. Are you okay? You weren't moving. <laughs> it wasn't fun. Okay.
1: <laughs> um, I'm gonna head to the grates and just look through. See what I see. Okay. Give me a perception check.
3: To the eye roll. Do I have it? Oh, sorry. You
1: stabilized. Were you talking about to it? wake up? Oh, um, we we don't do the. Oh, roll we don't. On that okay, yet. we well do a different system for that. Do I have uh,
3: any
4: so... items that I can
1: help? Uh, uh n- he already used a healer's kit to stabilize okay, her. So yeah, and she you don't know this, but her form that she's in, she can't be like healed back out of uh, unconsciousness.
4: Alright.
1: Oh, I'm 18 on the perception. Okay. You peek out, and it looks like it kind of slopes up. And you feel like you could see maybe at the tippy-top of this kind of... You're looking through like a narrow kind of chute, and it looks like you can see bits of sand, almost like you're looking out to a beach of some kind, but you're not able to, you know, see much more than that. You can see a little okay. bit of sand, and then a little bit of sky, and that's what you can kind of pick up there. Okay.
2: Um, uh, uh, Graven, uh, I think I found a way out. Good.
0: Are we in danger of drowning down here when the tide comes? Um,
2: yeah. Sasha?
4: <laughs> we might be. All right.
0: Help me find a way to attach her to my back. I need to keep her with me. Okay. I don't know how long it is it'll be before she comes to. I've got some ropes, I think, from a climber's kit. Or
1: I'll help fasten. You can. Yeah. You, do you mean like I... back to back or like piggyback? Yeah. Uh, just like attach her to my back somehow. That's what I mean. She's... Like, uh, do you want her like, um, like? Her yeah. arms over your shoulders, like piggyback yeah. style, great. So yeah, that I'll do be that. more aware if she yeah. comes to What you me. do is you kind of shift your backpack so it's on your stomach, yeah. and then she's able to be on your back. You tie kind of a little loop around so that you can hold her.
0: Or uh, I don't I don't have a healer's kit, but you said there was ropes with the... Yeah. The, yeah. Mm-hmm. Get some of the ropes from there. You can
1: easily unhook yeah. the ropes from the post. Is she, is she okay?
0: The nature of her abilities. A healing potion won't bring her back right now. We have to wait till she comes to, but she is alive. I was excited
2: to meet her. And you
0: and we, you we, her.
2: I help fast. I think we should
0: work on getting out of here if we can.
4: Agreed. If we go up through that door, it seems we might risk running into people from the Shade Assembly. If we go through these bars, we may make it out undetected.
0: I think that might be the way if we can somehow Get them clear if we can remove the bars.
1: Can I try prying them? You what? Given the sort of stoutness of the bars, mm. prying them apart doesn't seem like an option. But if you put your feet up on the wall, you might be able to literally pull the whole panel I'll out. Try give me an athletics check. Three with, Goliath men yes. trying it all together. Do with advantage there oh, as well. Yeah, yeah um, great idea. Everybody, yeah. give a pull. Um, are we all rolling or uh, uh, j- just r- oh. sure? Yeah, you can. Oh. or with advantage, it doesn't. I got, really, got a nine. Of, Oh I God. thought we were all rolling. Yeah. Okay. If everybody's rolling, um, is it with advantage? So
2: yeah, with advantage. So 16. 16 19. 19. It's
1: it's strength. strength. Yep. Uh, athletics. Athletics. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then it's uh, a 19. Great. Each of you takes two of the bars. Everybody leans back. <laughs> <sighs> <sighs> Finally comes loose. Sorry, Death saving He The again. Use it all ten uses each time I bump your head. Oh and there's right. a Pick. open sort of slot there that you kinda of have to climb through, but I'm gonna uh, ha- like hold my hands out for like someone to step on.
0: Do you mind going and look first to see oh. what's up there? Sure, I'll
1: go scout. Okay. <sighs> Lift them up. And you kinda of have to almost army crawl kinda of up through the chute here, and then finally get your head kind of just past that final little opening there, and you stick your head out. Anything? The breeze from the outside kind of ushers in this wave of fresh air that seems impossibly soothing. Especially for you, who after spending this sort of indeterminate amount of time in suspended stasis, this feels like you're seeing the sky for the first time in years. You look out, and you take a breath, and you see all the constellations in the sky here at night. And it wasn't that the air in the holding pens was sort of stuffy or stale, but even if it wasn't spoken out loud, you think that when you sort of were put into this place, your body knew that there was a very real chance that you might not live to see the outside again. So to experience it now is sort of in its own way feels like like a reincarnation kind of just of your spirit more so than your body. When that moment of wonder passes, you realize that there's some kind of like shimmering, uneven outline all around you in a loosely kind of dome-like shape. And I'll say that you recognize this as a spellcaster. It looks like some kind of illusory magic. Mm. It looks like if you step beyond this shimmering outline, you might see some kind of object behind you. It's some kind of... They've covered this entrance with some kind of illusion to make it look not like an entrance into this area. From the outside, you mean? Where you come up, it feels like you're on the inside of this dome. So if you were to stick your head out of the dome and look back, you might look and see grass or a rock or something that's been put there to sort of disguise it. Roommate to Saja.
4: <laughs> Anything? Yeah. Is it a way out? Yeah. Right. Huh. I think we're, I think we're clear.
0: Huh. Should we join
2: you?
4: Do I, are, is I, do I see any people? Do I sense any, give me a perception. <sighs> uh.
1: 22. 22? Where you stick your head out, it looks like you're very close to the shoreline. Like you saw a little bit of the sand, and when you get your eyes up above, it's maybe another 40 feet to the water. So you come out right by the edge of the water here, uh, by the island on Finlock Forest. And you seem to be on just where you're looking. You seem to be looking across the water, and you can see more landmass. So your knowledge of the continent, it seems like you're looking back toward, you're looking south, like back toward the continent, not out toward the ocean. Um, I don't think you can see it on there. Mm. On the world map, yeah, you can see yeah. So you're not looking, you think you're looking south because you see land across the water as opposed to just endless kind of vast ocean. So that's the impression that you get. You don't see any creatures or anything. However, as your ears get above the line there where the uh, chute is, you can hear some like, and you twist your head around and you see some smoke rising up above the trees kind of behind you, it seems like. The collapsing maybe of the of the pens.
2: Oh, probably not going to be very happy. Oh my god. <laughs>
1: but no creatures around you, it seems it's quiet out here other than that kind of distant, and the lapping of the water against the shore. <laughs> yes, come up here, all right. I prep for you.
0: Yeah, I've got Orban on my back here the carefully. Yeah. <laughs> oh, can I fit with her still strapped to me? Like
1: You've got to take her off. Okay. and kind of, You can pull her as you're Sorry. moving up, but it, the two of you can't fit back I'll to back. Do it under her
0: on armpits so that her head doesn't jostle too You're much. able to kind
1: of push her up, and then Sasha on the other end can like grab her and <laughs> pull her up to the other side. everything yeah. gets all the way up. Rumik has to do a little hop, but with yeah. your jumping ability you kind I'll of jump. jump. Okay. All right. And once again, (sighs) that air touches your face. Just a magical feeling of feeling alive and and unscathed. Get over back on
0: my back again. (gasps) Unless it wasn't made clear, this is Finlock Forest. (laughs) I don't know where you were when you were banished, but I somehow brought you back inside the Shade Assembly, so we would have a lot of explaining to do if we get found here. We're right near the the beach here.
1: Yeah, so as he says Finland Forest, you guys haven't been here But you're familiar with the topography of the continent, you know where Finland forest is Mm -hmm. like it's not a secret place per se Like its existence, so you know that you're kind of in that northeastern corner of the continent on that very very tip So that as he says that you have an idea of where you are. I think our best bet is to swim
2: Oh, Okay (laughs) I'm I'm tired, but I can make it. I hate the
0: fucking water as well, but how far
4: is it? It's it's not far.
1: Depending on what part of the island we're at, can I see the mainland? As you look out, once you get outside, you look like you're coming out almost exactly, not quite, but almost exactly where you guys, when you took the hippocamps across the water. So you're looking across like a little bay and up on your right, now that you're looking out on the Opposite direction is the isthmus, so you can see the strip of land up there on the isthmus Ugh. across, as well can as
4: more. Can I look around? Do I see any like logs or I pieces of boats? Or Give me an investigation. Check. Yeah. Can I as well? Yeah. 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 Okay. <laughs> oh, one. Yeah.
1: No. Uh, there's water. Sorry. <laughs> sorry He's ni- like, ni- there's an islet. <laughs> yeah. Nineteen. Nineteen. As you look around, you're looking for scraps of wood or anything that you might be able to use as kind of flotation, but you actually find something better than that. Oh. As you're poking around, you see off to the left, just down the shore a little bit, another. It's like a rock, a mossy rock that just shimmers ever so slightly. Mm -hmm. And you have the thought that it might too be another illusion. And you guys watch as Sasha goes over and he reaches out his hand and it just passes through the edge of the rock, almost like he's reaching in. And then your hand touches something wooden. And he, like he's pulling a rabbit out of a hat, he pulls a kayak out of this rock here.
4: Sasha, you're a genius. This is what oh, happens when you're a druid. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So right attuned on. with nature. <laughs> uh,
1: it's, it's two seats. Mm-hmm. There are several other rocks that look awfully similar a couple more down right. the shore there. Now that you
4: have. Try shoving
2: right? my hand into a rock that's real. <laughs> 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 oh.
4: okay. I think it's those ones. It's oh, Rubik. Oh, Rumik, let me do it. Okay.
0: <laughs> Find us another one. Yeah,
1: reach through. <laughs> And you have these two two-seater oh. kayaks.
4: All
5: right.
0: Can you share one, and I'll I'll take her.
4: Absolutely. All right.
0: All right. Okay. Uh, I'm going to chug one of my other healing potions okay. real quick here. I'm <laughs> at two. Ooh. Yep, I'm going to take... Just take, littering all throughout
1: the shade. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Could I
0: have the magical yes, uh, healing potion... Potionizer. Uh, 44. Uh, 5. And 4 is 9 plus... Four is thirteen. Three. It wasn't a four. Oh, I'm getting. It. <laughs> uh, that was weird. Uh, thirteen. Okay, and situating myself in one of the. It, there's a paddle. There's
1: a. There's a good. A paddle, yep. I'm gonna check it for holes real quick. Yeah, go over the. Look. Go over the. Not way, only does giant. it look in good shape, like it doesn't look like this got shipwrecked up on the shore here. It's in good shape. It's has this very lithe kind of sleek design that comes to a point at the front. And there's like a little SA carved oh insignia God. on the front of the boat. Like this yeah. looks like a shade assembly vessel that they yeah. have here in case of an emergency, in case they had to like flee the island very quickly. Uh, so it, A, looks in excellent shape. However, you do think that if someone saw you in this boat, they'd be like, where'd you get that boat? Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> Thank you, Saw, for these boats. <laughs>
0: Somebody help me get her into the other seat. Put her into the back seat there, or I guess I'll put her in the front and I'll sit okay. in behind her. Sure, get, get ready. ready. Keep an eye on her. <sighs> yep. Okay. All right, let's get across the water. Try to stay, you know, a decent away from the isthmus in case people are watching the waters, um,
1: you know. Give me perception checks, the three of you. Okay.
3: Oh.
1: Sucks being unconscious, doesn't me unconscious. Natural twenty. Nice. Nice. On the other hand, I don't roll ones. Uh, seventeen. Nice. So as you're pushing the the kayaks closer to the shore, you see something out of the corner of your eye, and it just looks like something bouncing along the shoreline. <gasps> <sighs> <sighs> oh, gotta come back,
0: come back first. Wait. Um, um, it, are, the kayaks are already on the
1: shore, right? Yeah. They're not obscured. Not really. Uh, you have how? it's a little further away. It's, uh, okay. down the shore. Pull them back into the into the obscuring, quick. Okay? And Orb is in it already, but yeah. you push it in and yeah. she just disappears behind the fake rock there. And I'm gonna I'm gonna point, I'm gonna watch the arcane eye. We'll wait for it to go by. Kind of goes along the beach, slows.
0: And then it continues. Quickly now. Go. And then I'm gonna put
1: go ahead and push it again. Ooh. Ooh into the water there everybody pops in <laughs> paddles there's two sets of paddles for each boat or obviously mm-hmm. can't use one but the two of you each have your like, own put it across her, like, diet, it <laughs> just makes you go in circles <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like dragging <laughs> in the water <laughs> can you guys push off from the shore and that's where we're going to take a break oh. <laughs> Most from the of shores the of Finlock Forest, and behind you, you can again look back and just see slowly billowing smoke. Every once in a while, there's like a pff, pff, oh, as it sounds oh. like another edifice <laughs> falls or crumbles or cracks. Oh so you're leaving behind some kind of destruction behind you.
0: It's you okay, it's just where the naughty people go. <laughs>
1: <laughs> wow. Awesome, that's where we're cool. gonna take a break. A little later than usual, because we started a little late. Um, we'll Come back right then. We'll give a shout out and thank yous to everybody. Um, thank you, Jordan, for ducking in at the yes. last moment there. Oh, you came in at the perfect time. Yes. Perfect I, time. You know what?
3: I, I I just walked. I just walked. <laughs> yeah. here. I took my time. I knew yeah. it was really perfect. I didn't run at all. Um,
1: all right, everybody. We'll thank be right you, back after that. Everyone. Thank you for joining us. See you in a little bit. Yeah. Enjoy the
6: game. <laughs>
0: No power in the verse can counter my strikes. Regain your composure while I talk to my companion here. Welcome back. Oh, don't mind him. He'll be fine. We're just squashing some beef with some good old-fashioned pugilism. Give it a shot the next time you're in a city and want to teach some bell-end civilian a lesson that doesn't end with you behind bars. Go to patreon.com tabletopnotch, become a patron at the Big Notch tier or higher, and start training for your first fist fight today. All right, Ken, have you had enough? Or are you actually going to make me go find that writ?
1: Welcome back, everybody. We hope you had a a wonderful break, and, um... Jordan's here with us. <laughs> <laughs> not running in at the last moment. Sorry. But that timing, though, right when we were finished. Mm, that was I
3: told you. And then 20 minutes later, I'm unconscious. I'm going to go. Oh, I need please. to interrupt. What's happen.
1: Um, We're going to dive back in. <laughs> but before we do.
3: Oh, wow. Yeah.
1: Oh, never mind. I'll stall. It's my job oh, anyway. No. I don't, know. <laughs> go ahead. I don't know. Where do I start?
3: Oh, you're not in moderator mode. First
0: time chattering. Oh. <laughs> we'll this. Um, did welcome. Guys thank,
1: did
3: you guys think anybody?
0: Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. We yeah. did. All, oh, anyone we did Jackrabbit Power? Yeah. yeah. Uh, anyone did, did free, uh That's all we did.
3: Yeah. Oh, I know. I saw. I did hundred gifted <laughs> Okay. So oh, somebody did. rated us. Oh, <laughs> oh <laughs> you to We're do just reading <laughs> them randomly. <laughs> so you, okay, so you already did people before. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, gotcha,
0: gotcha. I'll try to help you get caught up. Yup, Seth. Half baked. Thanks again. Pokodoko saw that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> buddy uh, 1970 1977 uh, 100 bits half baked 139 with another advanced dungeons rated us hello hey. if you're still here hello. thank you uh what kind of name is ruari <laughs> resubscribed uh, gf Powers 100 bits hyperspace 100 bits ally slayer 2300 bits dave the one 2000 bits <gasps> buddy 1977 another 100 bits and burnsy 997 resubscribed thank
1: you all thank, thank you you're you fine i guess you guys all ah, the best. Um, job, bitch. As we uh, continue the climactic uh, part of this campaign, and we are now drifting away from the shores here of Finlock Forest, and that drifting. Week. We're fucking dumb. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, you push off. Okay, okay. <laughs> but that is where we're gonna dive back in. As you guys start to get into deeper and deeper water. At first, when you're pushing into the ground, you're sort of hitting rocks and sand and you're sort of pushing off. But as soon as you get just a little bit further out, it turns into a nice, easy glide. And the two kayaks, you guys sort of pushing ahead ever so slightly just with the two people rowing. At one point, you kind of look back and you pick your oars up just to let him catch up and then once again, you watch the isthmus off to your right sort of move along on your right and just not pass you by but you look at that as a kind of symbol as before you saw it on your left as you were coming in and now you see it on your right as you're coming out. And you get closer and closer to ahead of you that conglomeration of fog sort of sitting heavy there in the curved bay. And you guys know, you guys don't, but that there's buildings there. There's some kind of abandoned harbor docks there that you're sort of headed towards. And in the front of the boat, as Graven's paddling, he occasionally leans forward to check in and just make sure that orb is still, you see her chest rising and falling. A couple times as you guys are paddling along, you'll see small fish kind of at the top of the water, sort of move along and with the moonlight casting down, you can see they're little schools of quippers, of little uh, sort of piranha-like quippers, and you think for a moment that if you weren't in a boat that they might be kind of nipping at you. You sort of pick up your paddle and you you watch them go under one side of the boat and then appear off to the other side. And a couple times they kind of circle around and then realize they can't kind of find you and then go off. stroke after stroke, so you guys are kind of riding parallel through the water here.
2: Mm. Graven, mm. it's, mm. it's sort of awkward to say, um, but I feel I have to a- a- apologize. Um, I, when we first were brought back here. I saw Sasha, and I, I saw another Goliath, and I recognized Sasha, but it it's been so long, and I feel I have to apologize that I didn't at first realize it was you. I just I, I'm sorry. Do I, not apologize. You, I
0: I can never know the breadth of what you've done, but I have seen that you have been working tirelessly with Buraj, with Ayana, for me. You have nothing to apologize for. It is I.
4: I who could not meet you halfway. (laughs) That's absurd. You have done everything, Graven. You have faced so many battles. I didn't look for you. And you are rid of K'oosli forever. I feel that, I do.
0: It is because of you. It is because of my family. It is because of the two that came into the force with us that did not return. It is because of all of you. I would have looked
4: for you if I knew. I swear, I swear. Craven, we believe you. We know. Rumik knows. Ayana knows. Every Goliath we saved in that prison knows. Every Goliath that didn't return, they know too.
0: I don't know how Ayana knew what she knew. If it came to her, if she had to seek it out. I don't know how much you can even share with me, but... Grace, I I saw her in the temple. She was the Lakafuyu. Was she truly a member of theirs, do you know?
1: So the Lakafuyu is a organization, they're not anti-theist, but they sort of believe that, and a growing sentiment in anti-Suyu is that clerics are sort of abusing their powers in a way, that a true cleric shows his faith by not having to like exert his power, but that the meddling god clerics especially sort of abuse that privilege, that godly privilege. Your understanding, as far as you know, and again, sort of a lot of Ayana's plan she wasn't intentionally withholding it, but she had a lot of pieces moving, and you guys were a part of it more towards the capture of the Chimera. She was studying a lot of religious-related things so that she could kind of track Graven down. But as far as you know, her association with the Lakafuyu was a way for her to find a soul shelter because the Lakafuyu... have a particular distaste for soul shelters because they believe that people like hide from the gods inside of soul shelters. So, your understanding was that she joined them not because she was like a believer, but because she thought they could lead her to a soul shelter where she might be able to mm. communicate with or, or you know, be able to talk to Graven. Y-
2: yes and no, um, but that means you were with Ayana when it happened.
0: Yes. It was my, it, it was because I found her, because I reached out to her, that and Orba, this is Orba, by the way. She's in front of you, I think. <laughs> oh yeah, this is Orba, <laughs> by the way. Um, she was with us, and she saw us both banished for a time, but he freed me, obviously, to finish my task, but he kept Ayana until now.
2: My. know in a, in a strange way that brings me joy because at least I worried she was alone somewhere and without a thought whisked away so to know that she had made contact with you is uh, That brings me some peace very very briefly I
0: And it was only a few weeks ago. So h- how long were you banished? You know when Two
1: barons.
4: Barrens. Barrens is the last thing we remember. Uh,
1: I'll say that you can exchange sort of understandings of dates or times or whatever. It sounds like it was a couple months, like a few oh, months yeah, that they Jesus. were. Uh, so
0: before we set out together, oh, before okay. our yes. campaign yeah, began. The yeah. Oh my god. Walk,
6: <sighs>
1: I, they're on that uh, map of sort of above Navigapura. Yep, they're on that map. Oh,
0: okay. Ayana and Burayash, and you all must have had such incredible faith in me to do anything but months ago i was still reeling from having tossed his symbol aside the first time i was weak i was so weak back then i don't know how you all did it but you set me on a course and and because of Warbahir and and the others Erland and Safira and and pockets i met pockets ayana's husband pockets he's well yeah. he's good. <laughs> Uh, he's not. Let's just say, he doesn't come up if the Shade Assembly does get their hands on us because. Understood. No. I won't say any more than that. But yes, he—he he was incredibly helpful.
1: You guys know that Pockets was. Assist- yeah. Yes, assisting in this yeah. sort of operation. Well, if
2: Orba, as you say, and uh, and the others we family to you, they're family to us. Anyone who brought you back to us, of course, is family.
0: I hope that we can, maybe Ayana will know, even though Kosny has been severed, maybe there is a way to free the others sometime, there someday. May I didn't know it was possible to catch you, to get them at all, so feels as though anything is possible, truly.
2: When I freed Ayana, I saw uh, a structure, a, a building, wa- water, perhaps? If it was what I
0: think it is, the temple, yes, there is a, a, a layer of water on the floor. She would have been in her wheelchair at the time in the temple, so she should be there back in Tuktu. Mukmo. Mukmo. <laughs> <laughs> she,
1: I believe, reappeared there. You guys you, know where that is? I mean, it's a few days, it's almost a week's travel from here, but it's, you know where the mukmo is. I mean,
4: perhaps we can find her there again, Greed. Yes,
1: great. yes. And,
2: and, and, uh, the If yeah. there's many that I freed that I, I recognize there. What, what, what were you doing there? Was there a settlement or a, or a, well, a mission there? We, <laughs> we had a plan. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> it was, uh, it was for the Chimera to... To trap it and then we oh,
0: yeah. captured
4: in the Wachtru Barons. Yes. Um, that
0: is when it was first sent to the to Finlock. Yes. You captured it there. For you.
4: Sorry, I didn't mean to put more on your.
0: Boat. No, no, no. <laughs> you did, you did. You did it for all of us, and I feel the weight of all of it. That's where you were able to capture it, the Wachtru Barons, and why you were banished, because Kuzni saw and reached out.
4: Well, yes. as soon as we saw it fall into our trap, that's, that's so the it. last thing we remember. Yeah. You guys don't even know for sure like what, what happened yeah. to it after that. I'm, I'm oh, glad I... to know that it was
1: captured. <laughs> <laughs> that's a
4: great... Evidently,
0: you, uh, you you don't know whom Ayana was in contact with from the Shade Assembly. You
1: don't know her operative, mm-hmm. do you? That she would have... I mean,
2: Pockets, that's uh, all I know.
0: Oh, uh, It's Pockets is know. the Emissary. It's... I guess it does not matter, but
1: you weren't there during that negotiation. Like we we talked about that vision that you saw. Yeah, uh, Buraj was with her, but they were not. So whoever they were talking to.
0: Oh, I saw some. That's right. I you saw were seeing some people through Buraj's eyes, yeah.
1: and sh- and it was you and Ayana. Yeah, you being Buraj talking to presumably Shade the assembly. assembly. But I didn't.
0: I saw faces, but didn't recognize them. Yeah,
1: you didn't recognize the Shade Assembly yeah. faces. It wasn't
2: I for one am very happy <laughs> to be together uh, although it was a rough night um uh, i can't explain this doesn't feel real it's t- uh, t- t- truly i
0: i thought i would die before i saw these things come
2: to pass ah uh, el vigos we're we are strong oh. we will not die until we get what we want it's just how it is
4: I, cannot stop these goliaths. <laughs>
1: this conversation, like, because you guys are still moving, it's happening in spurts where, like, there'll be a couple yeah, of yeah. sort of paddles, and then you'll let yourself kind of glide, you talk, and then <laughs> glide again. So you're getting further and further. You've gone past halfway at this point. And I mean, the,
2: the Il Krovo, they kind of helped. Was, um, they were all
1: right. <sighs> they were,
4: do not finish the help of the Il Krovo. You're <laughs> right, I'm sorry. sorry. <clears throat> they were
2: great.
0: <laughs> Buraj was one of the few names that Pierced through them, muddling that Kuzni did of my mind. Even for decades, that was one of the few names that came to me, was Bourage. And I saw as soon as I took up his totem in battle, I. Wait a moment. Wait. And I'm going to reach back and, and take the totem and. It's a little punch. hard to maneuver
1: here in the kayak, but you can yeah. get it kind of into your lap. I,
0: I reach into that handhold to where I felt the, the mm-hmm.
1: lockhead. I'm gonna reach in and try the to take engineer. it out. And it ta- you have to kind of twist it a little bit and then it kind of comes loose. Yeah. And you reach your hand out of the handhold and it's on like a small little silver chain and there's a little kind of locket there. Just, oh, and you sort open. of, there's a tiny little latch that you and it kind of pops open in two halves and in one half is a young Goliath that you recognize as Buraj. And on the other half is a young Goliath that something inside you thinks it's you. And the two of you, it's on the two halves of the locket, but one arm is kind of reaching past the little seam of the locket around one shoulder, and the other one's reaching around the other shoulder. And the young one that you recognize as Bourage kind of like has his head sort of tilted to the side onto your shoulder there. Close it. It has a
4: chain on yeah, it? Yeah, I'll, I'll put it around my neck. What did you find, Graven? Just...
1: More
0: evidence that you all did so much to find me.
1: As you put it around your neck, the locket hangs in the exact spot where <sighs> your relic of yeah. once sort of hung around your neck. <laughs>
0: Uraj is... He's still... Uh, he was thrown in jail by the gentle void uh, he sold his totem to the to the shade assembly obviously that's why we were able to find it there and i mm. i know he was selling he sold his own name to the gentle void and perhaps was caught um, selling fake favors
1: and he's still he in imp- up a little bit the gentle void a criminal organization sometimes they can be but their own sort of organization that runs you know separate from many governments and things and they have a kind of a bartering system of gentle void favors they call them which are these pieces of paper that have like a magical handprint on them so if you owe someone a favor or you've done them a great service they imprint it with their hand and basically you have like a document that says, I helped someone of the gentle void. So if, if you get in trouble or you need to purchase something illicit, you might be able to use that favor as a form of currency. Mm, so Buraj was making fake ones and selling them as a way to make money so that they could keep the chimera locked up in Finlock Forest. And they eventually got caught. So mm.
0: I don't know what exactly landed in there, but he has been imprisoned for a, a long while. And much like when I saw Ayana very briefly, I made contact with him on the way up between uh, Tuktu and and Navikapura. Maybe there's some way that we could buy his freedom more.
2: I mean, if we could do what we did tonight, I'm sure we can buy his freedom. Uh,
0: I don't know if a battle is what
2: we could, but yes, (laughs) I've got faith in us. Yes, of course. Uh, Um, um, I hate to break up our reunion. Um, I feel I'm worried. Um, When I got the totem, and I said there were science runes, um, my head has been not hurting, but uncomfortable ever since then, and I don't know what that means, (laughs) Um, but I thought I should bring it up, because you guys might know better than me.
1: Uh, Give me arcana checks, both of you.
0: It's like right in the base,
1: right
2: back here. Orba might be better at this once she.
1: Oh, I, I reach out and (laughs) and touch Orba for a moment. Uh, sixteen. An Arcana. Okay, sixteen. The description of it sounds like the Mind Spike spell. You're Mm -hmm. familiar with it, and in addition to that, I'll say it typically lasts about an hour. Someone's ability to kind of know where you are. Okay. Okay. All right. Well,
0: uh, I'm not. Your blank stare makes (laughs) makes me think that uh, I might have latched onto it sooner, but. Whoever placed that rune there and it exploded on you, um, Yes? They know where you are right now um, for about an hour, so hopefully that is coming to an end here soon. Um, okay. It, it doesn't mean for certain that it's anybody back at the forest or somebody who had the, has the ability to find us quickly, but. I'm sorry, I should have brought
2: it up sooner. I didn't <laughs> think it was a big deal, I didn't want to complain.
0: Roommate, <laughs> shut
4: up. <laughs> <laughs>
2: It's not like we could have done anything about it anyway. We could going cut off your head and leave it behind. I'm glad I didn't bring it up. Yeah. We uh, could I'm cut off his head, though. Let's, let's get to shore, I think. <laughs> the best thing we should do at this moment in time.
1: You guys are getting Fair. pretty close. The, the fog gets more and more dense, but right now you're getting close to the other side, and the light fog is now washing over you. It's getting thicker and thicker and thicker, so you're slowly more and more getting obscured. Before you disappear into the fog, you give one last look back, and you see kind of, billowing, smoke rising. In addition to the smoke that's rising uh, over the kind of the center of Finlock Forest, up in the sky there's like swirling sort of yellowish storm clouds kind of that they're getting slowly duller. Like the last time that you saw them, it was almost like a lightning storm was like trapped in the clouds and those swirling clouds are just getting duller and duller so by the time you look back here right before you get into the fog, it's almost like, just that bit of light, sort of unnatural light. It's, it's nighttime, so the light that it's giving off feels kind of has a kind of unnaturalness to it, but it's ever so slightly fading away. It looks like kozni's
0: final reach down to this plane is fading away. That strand that we were pushing against and that Orba severed, that was it. He is no more. He is no longer have the connection to this plane that he had. I believe. I'll drink to that. Yeah. Mm. We'll find something to drink. We have something in the, in the fog here. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, let's go. That's
6: oh we have so much alcohol. Me too. I
0: left behind the cast. And and wine. Wine? Oh really?
1: And the wine, yes. <laughs> Oh That's my funny. God That's You get so thicker funny. into the thicker and thicker fog and slowly you start to see some silhouettes and outlines of like wooden posts and docks. and uh, you guys hadn't seen it yet, but it's like a network of kind of floating docks and things. There's a few dwellings, there's like five or six fully abandoned sort of in various states of decay and decrepitness. but functional, I mean, it's not sinking into the water and you guys spent the night there and one evening before and you get closer and closer, and it comes up on you rather quickly. You see the shadows, and then because of the fog, it's sort of right there, and your front, the front part of the boat kind of knocks into it there, and then you have to turn, and then there's all these kind of like five or six sort of crisscrossing grid-like docks that you come up upon.
2: Is this our stop? This is it.
0: This is where we rested before we made our approach to Finlock. I, I honestly don't know we should wait at least until Oba arises, which is hopefully soon.
1: Probably, It's getting close to an hour, which also means that the mine spike's probably close to, but you know, you would guess, purely estimate that you're kind of at the tail end of an hour, so if someone was able to track where you are, they would know that you reached this area for like, almost for sure. Perhaps,
0: perhaps we lead them. We first, we approach, th- w- w- we make, we set up. Uh, and we fight them here. No, no, no. No no, <laughs> no, no, no Honestly, I will find a spot to obscure Orba. Or no, no, I should stay with her. The two of you, as soon as we get to shore, you especially, make for the, for the edge of the woods. Make for the mainland. And as soon as you feel. I, I believe you will feel that release you. And that will give them the idea that you have made your way past this area and into the into the mainland and then as soon as that give it a few minutes once that has left you then come back to here
4: and i believe that they will think that we have continued to move on this is a sound plan graven i think we should destroy the boats destroy burn them destroy them uh,
0: we could smash them to bits i suppose but you see the fog here it's quite thick we could obscure it or tie it under the dock somewhere I mean this would be where one of somebody would use them to to get to the other side. Do you know what I mean? Okay, I don't want to set a fire that people could see.
4: Well, we could destroy them without fire. No, I'm but saying I don't want anything linking these shade assembly boats to our location. <sighs> You're you going sma- to use them again to go back to the Shade I assembly? Doubt it no. no. <laughs>
0: do you want to smash them up and, and sink them? I would rather That's not start idea. a fire. Okay, I will start on that, but the two of you go now. Okay. okay. I don't want to make it look like we stopped here at all.
2: I hop out and run, and I jump. And I don't want to jump 28 feet as far
1: as I can. <laughs> <way. laughs> a couple Boom. clump, clump along the hollow wooden boards, and then whoop! And the fog is so thick that he leaps and <laughs> disappears into the fog. There. But you do hear too, like. As his boots hit sand on the shore there. And then you hear a little bit of splashing. Stick together. You go go with him. Stick together. (sighs) I'll follow you. (laughs) Follow the sounds of Rumix. So you guys head for. Eventually the fog subsides a little bit. And you see what they're familiar with on the peninsula. Which is there's a very short kind of shoreline. Maybe 100, 120 feet. And then thick trees. It starts to become forestation very, very quickly. The peninsula is sort of a very kind of overgrown forested area. So as soon as you... Exit the fog. There's another 120 feet, and then a thick tree line circling around the peninsula. There. Awesome.
2: I'll just keep going until Gra- it doesn't
1: hurt anymore. Yeah. Graven, during this time. So I've,
0: I've gotten Orba, and I've I've found our way back to that that hut that we had. You made a little stash um, there made in the our stash there, and I'll just kind of sit her comfortably and lean her head, and maybe just. Knowing that a potion won't do anything, I take it
1: out and put it back in and sit down across from her. And Just listen to the water lap against the docks there. They kind of rise and fall. You did it.
0: I know if you put your mind to it, you can find them again we'll save them like we saved the others
4: thank you
1: it doesn't take it doesn't take long you probably get to the tree line and then you slow your pace a little bit just so you don't get kind of too deep into the woods but it actually doesn't end up mattering that much. Probably just another two or three minutes that you're sort of moving through some, you have to push some of the brush out of the way. You hear some kind of birds and critters moving throughout the woods, you step carefully but then just very suddenly that tingling at the back of your head just vanishes. Oh. And you stop, and you can see Rumik sort of react to the sort of sensation being lifted. It's gone. I think we're good. All right, let's go. He said he had drinks.
4: Yes, yes, he yes, yes. I turn back. Uh, turn back around. Barely of age, Rumik. Like...
1: <laughs> we had a huge, like a large. He probably yeah. drink when they're like six. Yeah. six. Yeah. <laughs>
3: Yeah, we had a, With a the wine? we had a small cask
1: of all. Yes, wine. Cliff br- had uh, pockets. Bring a small cask. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was a celebration for the cold light walker, but celebration of any kind. Mm-hmm. Before they even return, it's not that much longer after that. Um, you watch a little bit of life comes back to Orba's eyes. Uh, it, I think we said this during the break, but if they're actively being tended to, basically someone who falls unconscious, we use the minimum number of hours. Sometimes you know the the actual rules have you roll for unconsciousness, but with Graven making sure that you sort of bandage up any small cuts and bruises and just make sure everything's comfortable and she starts to come to before they before they're back. You're still in Reaper Farm, yeah.
6: Mm-hmm. Okay.
4: But you can see her. Yeah. Uh. Orba. Uh. We're back in the shack.
0: In the fog. We made it out of the forest and across the
1: water.
5: We're not in the shade of
1: something anymore. No. You recognize your surroundings. It takes a moment, but you see this interior of this cabin that you're where. No, 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 no! No! What?
5: Gramari, what about the spores? What about? There was other stuff.
0: I do not know whether we could have explained anything to them. They probably would have held us for just for being there. We destroyed the
6: entire
0: holding pens. Uh, really? I mean, I mean, we're in the fog now. It was collapsing as we left. I believe that entire structure has been destroyed. Hopefully there was nobody nearby or inside, but we did immense damage. I don't think there was anything that would have explained why we were there, to their satisfaction. Shit. Okay. Rumik and Sasha, um, they're they're close by. Rumik, when he retrieved the totem, uh, there was a, a mind spike glyph that was tracking him for the last hour, and I told him to hightail it towards the mainland so that Whoever is tracking him thinks that
5: oh, yeah. we made
0: it all the way to the mainland and kept going and then I told him to double back to here.
5: That's real clever. That's cover their deal. tracks
0: on the way back here. But.
5: They seem smart. Are they? Yeah. Your buddies? Yeah. <laughs> yeah? Yes. I. Who are they? Their
0: faces are familiar to me. Their names. Roll off the tongue, but they are my elder and younger brothers, Ilvigos. That's Ayana.
6: So nice.
0: I know. Ayana and the two of them and Buraj have been tracking me, tracking the Chimera for years. Trying to put it in a soul shelter so that we could do what we did.
5: They did good. You did good. Great. I
0: did something.
5: Wow. Okay.
0: Your, um, your eyes. They, um, they look nice. Oh. I haven't seen them like that. No. Is that all that changes? Well, other than that
6: weapon.
5: Oh, um, yeah, physically. I mean, I'm a little stronger. Mm Pretty cool, right? Um, so can we like talk? Can I like talk to you about stuff? Uh, yes. I'm a reaper. Uh, or
3: like it. looks. Make a. <laughs> <laughs> you got <laughs> Graven <Grieving> goes. <laughs> <laughs> I,
0: for the first time in my memory, in my life. Since I was a boy, I feel. Nothing. I, I don't feel him anymore. I. Things that came to me. Like creating light that I could do on a whim. It's all
5: gone. Oh, yeah. Um. About that. Um, so, I summoned the undead yesterday, that was only yesterday, my goodness, Uh. and I talked to him, because he knew some stuff about reapers, and I asked him what happens to clerics after a tie has been severed, and he seemed to be under the impression that magic can't touch you anymore. (sighs) I don't know the extent to which that means, but...
0: As in, I cannot wield magic.
5: Yes, I'm not sure if that means also receive. I'm not sure. <sighs> you know how the undead are—they're vague.
0: Right. We, we shall see. I,
5: <laughs> Just warning you.
0: I, I, I should take out the totem again. You—you you saw this, yes?
5: Whoa! Yeah.
0: As soon as I wielded it, I attuned to it, and I—I I feel. Buraj's barbaric power in that's so cool! Yes, so I, in some ways I do not even feel lessened at all. I feel even
6: stronger.
5: That's but, amazing.
1: But magic is, there is none. As you guys are working your way back, you're moving through the fog and even before you can start to see some of the dwellings, you hear some laughter and some quiet conversation a voice that you heard a couple times, kind of shouting, but now sort of in a more jovial tone that you hadn't heard yet. I will also say, after you had your power stripped from you, Sasha was able to heal you with some healing words. Okay, so yeah. you have confirmation okay. that magic can be cast That's on you, thought, yeah. but that or but sort of the implication was that you can note and you're never a conduit of magic of any kind ever again—a cleric, sorcerer, wizard, otherwise nothing like. So, magic—you can be helped with magic, yeah. but you cannot be a, a conduit of magic. So, you guys walk across the beach there. You finally get your feet on the boards of the docks. <sighs> now that I
0: think of it, uh, one of my my brother was able to use healing magic on me, and that works. So
5: oh, okay, that's good. That's good. <laughs> i was
0: still able to take a healing potion and magical oh, okay. substances.
4: So, so
5: you just—I guess you can't produce. No.
3: Let's <laughs> try though.
4: Have you poured any drinks yet? Oh. Even before kind of opening
1: the door, you hear Saj <laughs> oh. in his footsteps and then finally Shit. door opens. The I'm the cask,
0: yes. What? I'm gonna go into where, that corner where uh, he had... Orba!
1: I,
2: oh, um, <clears throat> Rumik, nice to meet you. Hi! It's nice to finally meet you. I said, I've been looking ah. forward to this.
3: Rumik.
2: Yeah, combat hey. didn't seem like a good time. But,
5: no, it never is. But
2: your magic was wonderful, it was very cool.
5: Thank you, you like do animal stuff.
4: Uh, um, yeah, tails and claws, and yeah, he's very talented. Hi, Sasha.
5: Orba. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you too.
4: Please pour the drinks. Uh, Yes, I uh, I have something to say. Okay, um,
1: I don't think we have cups of any kind, but we have a cask. Like, um, uh, I'll say you had searched through this area before to see if there was any. There's like leftover, you know, broken trinkets and tools. You don't find cups, but there was one that had a sort of cupboard that has small bowls, so, you know, you could like, sip from a bowl, so it's not a tankard, but small. (laughs) Yeah. Wipe it out. (laughs) Here, and I'll take the cask and
4: pour it around. Mm. Ale flows.
6: Mm.
4: (sighs) First, we drink to victory. (sighs) Graven, I am so proud of you. This Kuzni picked you as a child and thought perhaps that your love of family was your weakness. He was wrong. Whatever powers he gave you, whatever magic he bestowed upon you, He was wrong in thinking that he could trick you by altering your memory. Your true strength, as I can see with Buraj's totem you now find, was with you. You are a son of the Wixah Mountains, shaped by the rough and rugged winds. Mm -hmm. And no god can take that away from you.
0: to the power of the Elvicos. Take a sip.
1: I'll also say you recognize it tastes like all-hands ale, like from All Hands on Deck back in
4: Navikapura. has a familiar taste. Orba. Huh? It is Orba, yes.
5: Yeah.
4: Among Goliaths, it is very important to take down large foe. <laughs> I have seen you do much in battle, and I can tell by the amount of trust my brother places in you that you have weathered many foes together. Throughout the mountains, you will be known as Orba Elvigo, and I will drink to that. To Orba. To Orba. <laughs> and now, Graven, we remember the dead, the lost, your friends, Erland, Safira, the Elvigos and Elcravos that may yet be still in another plane, those that died trying to accomplish this great mission. Know that they will be remembered. Graven, always. And Sasha takes out his bagpipes and he plays an ancient Ilvigo lament. Yes. What the? Hey, hey! <sighs> to the Goliaths. To the
1: clan. Not only does the music feel comforting to you, you recognize the song <laughs> for the first time. Oh, no. Some of like memories, you know, they're not flooding back to you, but when things are mentioned and songs are played, they sound familiar to you for the first time. And as you drink, you sort of remember back to times where even as a kid, if, you know, a member of the clan fell or someone was going away that you would heard those notes before. I am overwhelmed.
0: For so long, I didn't even know I had family to miss. And in such a short time, so many of them have made themselves known to me
6: and, helped me and touched me and I, it's almost too much.
2: Take your time. Thank we're you. not going anywhere. I know.
6: <laughs> I know. I just for so long I
0: The things that drove me forward were simple. Uh, A target or a a mission. It made sense. And then five years ago in the mountains when I saw mother's drawings, it became so much more complicated. There were times that I thought I, throwing myself into the abyss was the best course of action taking my own life, would somehow forgive the evils that I had
4: perpetrated, but
0: we did something good. We did something good today, I know
4: it. (sighs) Well, when we find the other Goliaths. It would be nice to have you home for a bit, perhaps.
6: Home?
0: I thought it was destroyed. I, I thought
2: it was everywhere. I thought it was nowhere. I... It would be nice. We are, um, a bit to And fro nowadays, yeah. but um, we could right, probably man. bring things together. This, this shock right now feels like a home
0: being here with you and drinking and toasting and home. Music
4: are the people you're with, yes. not a place. It's also the mountains, Rumik. Yes, yes <laughs> that's true. And that is true. Yes, you know, for months
2: of not playing, your playing wasn't half bad.
4: <laughs> you could use a little word, Rumik. Shut up. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry.
6: It was pretty yeah. good. <sighs>
0: I, I honestly, don't. This has been all I've thought about for so long. I, it's hard for me to even <laughs> contemplate next steps. But is there somewhere or someone that you were planning to? meet up with or, or make contact with. I. Ayana, Ayana, oh, <laughs> right yes Right, um, and again, I, I believe she is in Mukmu and, but the other part of that is that she has a damn good idea of where we are right now, I believe, so she would know that we are in the northeast and uh, would hopefully be able to reach out to us some way soon. I used to be able to use the sending spell, but
5: who needs uh, it? Can
2: Orba can Orba. No, magic. You can do anything. Well,
5: that's well, not I how magic works. Right? With,
2: oh, you can't just do
0: anything. Can do anything. Okay, I don't know. I don't. Know that. <laughs> you do not have access to the sending spell, do you? That's uh, all right. But we know people who.
5: I wanted to learn it, and you said don't learn it because I know it.
0: I'm sorry, I. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. It's hard for me to think ahead like that. I just
5: really want that spell, it's really cool. We
0: know people who have used it. Has has Celis not used it?
5: Celis has not used it, no. He he made it seem uh, sometimes that the sending spell was being um, interrupted by other powers. But Josko messaged me
3: very well, several times. I wonder if he's nearby. Even if we
4: could use it, might Ayana not be underneath the soul shelter? Unreachable. No,
0: she was in uh, the Lakafuyu Temple. That is not a soul shelter. That's
1: just a uh, temple yeah. in, in Mukmo.
5: Like a church? Yes.
1: That's a fairly major city that the uh, temple is in. She also was using a, a system
0: of um, sending messages by um, bird. So I, I suppose watch out for messenger birds as we travel. <laughs> uh, maybe well, she she could be sending out.
5: Did Pockets let you know where he was going after this? Is he in the Vigapora?
0: We didn't really talk about that. I'm sure the both of us thought that
5: We're gonna we die. wouldn't be seeing each other very soon. Yeah. Yes.
0: One way um, trip. <laughs> yeah.
5: Well, maybe. Didn't really think about maybe it. Kapoor's a good pit stop.
0: I imagine Cliff
2: is going to want to see us. Yeah. I'm also concerned. I mean, Il Vigo's and Il Caravo's are tough, Um, but like, uh, a Soraya, I, I believe Soraya was brought to the barons. Um, I believe Kalyana and, and many others. Maybe we could—I don't—if they're confused and alone and know that there's.
5: You believe they disappeared oh, in the, the barons? The right. barons on the
0: way um, back. I mean, south. yes.
2: I, I when I was breaking the chains, I saw what looked like the barons. Oh, um
5: that's where we were planning on traveling to get back to Nivikapura. That's yes. where the
2: cut right through. Yeah. Yes, yeah. that could be. I—I um, I wasn't I sure, but there might be some Ilkravos or. Okay. Other El Elvigos there as well? That was where you had the showdown with the Chimera, yes, but is there a settlement nearby or
0: anything?
1: Was there a, 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 <clears throat> a... You have the map. North yeah. of the Wachtru Barrens there's that Vern, the village of Vern, yeah, uh, is here. just north of... There isn't a village in the Barrens itself, but... Yeah.
2: But, oh. I mean, if, if you have other important things, I know that they'll probably find their way there themselves. They're strong, if, but...
0: No, if anything, our plan was to head back south, I believe. Through the Barrens, uh, uh, the lodestone is at the north end of the Barrens. Do you uh,
5: wish to take a detour? I mean, I guess we could split the gold.
0: True. There's a contract. Oh. Contract to, uh, down in the, where oh, I got the shit, cask the from, mall. I'll take out this big maul. Um, uh, a lot of gold to hit a stone
2: with this maul. I can so. hit many stones. <laughs>
1: Great. Rumik's
0: like, that's a quest. Yeah, yeah, I can do that. <laughs> so, this is. Uh, was on our way south, so okay. That might be our next stop.
2: Are may I sleep <coughs> here? Or are we still going? Ah,
0: um, it's again. It's it's like two in the morning, three in the morning yep. at this point. I if if our plan with your mind spike worked, we we could be safe here. We could spend the night, set watches, and keep in the fog, I mean, ready to leave. I but don't mind taking first one. Okay. What, what do you think, Orba? Do you think we should...
5: We could stay. Alright. There's nothing tracing us here, right?
0: Uh, I oh, think the we... uh, the boats. Uh, sorry, I, I, I meant to start sinking them, but I, I didn't get to it. But you
1: didn't do it. <laughs> you didn't even, like, start at all. They're, they're in perfect condition by the side of the water. <laughs> we could still We can still, We still. Have,
0: have time to do that. It'll only take a minute. <laughs> the, we, hammers. We have hammers and stuff.
3: Oh.
5: Boats, yeah, okay. I don't know. Do you, would you
4: prefer to drag them into here? Store them? That was not a bad idea.
0: I think it's obscured enough, and once somebody comes, you know, if somebody comes looking here for us, uh, the boats is gonna be the least of our worries. You said they were shade assembly boats. I think that that's what the, on the tip that S.A. stands for. Oh. It's carved into the boat. Oh.
3: Matthew. Yes. Our very intimate dealings with locate object, is the boat something that could be very easily located by boat. A maid.
1: boat is an object that could be located with locate object. It does have a limited range. I think it's like a thousand feet, so it's more than a thousand feet from here to the Shay Assembly, but yes. Okay. Okay. And that if you destroyed it. In its you read, you read main it. form, yes. Yeah, it would. Okay. you would no longer be able to, they would concentrate and not be able to sort of focus on it. Alright, let's yeah. bust him up. I'm gonna <laughs> take my, I'll take out the totem
0: and I'll like fling my mace to one of the two of you like. great
1: Gra- Gra- and Asajj is like, oh I forgot, I- I'll do it. I'll do it now. <laughs> 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 Sorry and like yes yeah. start them. prying pieces apart yeah. I mean they're pretty solidly constructed but if you put enough muscle into them you yeah. wedge sort of you know crowbars and hammers into the into the seams between the woods and plank by plank yeah. pieces you know pull them yeah. just kind of toss them into the water in different areas sure. like they do kind of float back towards a shore direction mm. but they're mm. scattered it's yeah. all throughout the kind of harbor here. bits of wood
5: yeah. mm-hmm.
1: um well.
5: Okay, so, watches? I think so, I mean.
2: Unless you want to take first watch,
4: Sasha. Sure. All right. <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, rest, yeah, okay. okay.
4: Sounds, Sounds like you want to go to bed, Rumik. I
2: would eating. take one for the team whenever. No, I, but uh, if you want to take first watch, that's fine. Right, Sasha,
0: Rumik, <laughs> and myself, and
5: then Morva. The last? Yes.
1: Okay. All right. Find a couple corners here in this dwelling that you're in, and... as you, sit you just feel such a weight kind of fall off your shoulders you don't feel like you're completely out of danger yet but certainly just to make it this far kind of across the water and here to this spot something about it feels different as you stepped back onto the peninsula you know even if it's the docks not the shores itself you felt like it shouldn't feel drastically different it's all one connected part of land it's all part of the same thing and yet There was something about such a concentration of power there in Finlock Forest, the arcane energy and the magic that made it feel like at all times you were either being watched or tracked or there was things in your way, runes barring your entry, and all of that just kind of fades away from you as you sit, take off your bags, pieces of armor, start to let your eyes close. All of that you're just leaving behind with you across the fog. Across the water, across the shore. There's so many questions kind of running through your minds at this moment. What did the shade assembly think happened in there when they sort of went to investigate the sounds? How much of the shade assembly was sort of torn asunder by the plasma? Was it just the holding pens, or did it extend further than that? Did it create some kind of pit where more pieces of buildings started to oh, they're fall gonna be in? Oh so mad. Did the creatures escape? Did the it did seem like the bird made it out through the hole there. Oh, <laughs> Other than that, you're not yeah. sure of anybody else. A parrot? Else. It was a parrotin. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> know, a parrot? <laughs>
3: parrot! <laughs> <laughs> Iago was like, parrot, also, parrot.
1: the idea that they kept a parrot in a <laughs> barred cell.
3: <laughs> <My> <laughs> he was like, oh, I I I'm am
1: trapped am in here.
3: shoulder, you know, being a parrot. Javar!
1: Javar, I'm stuck! <laughs> <laughs> you wonder also kind of what Josco's part in this was, why he reached out to you. And as you said, with some of the ability to use the Sending spell that seemed to be muted by the Shade Assembly, you do have a feeling that there was something about it when you were receiving the message, and you're not normally able to discern this when someone uses the Sending spell, but it felt close. Just because something about the fact that Graven tried to use Sending earlier, and it was sort of obscured and obfuscated, But for you, the message came in loud and clear, so he felt very close at that time Uh. when you got the message. Uh. You wonder if he's going to reach out again when he has the opportunity, although also as a magic user, you know he used it several times to instruct you and get you to the point of the ripcord there, so it might not be till tomorrow or until he's able to take a rest that he's even able to reach out to you again. (laughs) One thing is certain, which is that you all feel... Like you've been spread thinner than thin, yes. both in mind, body, spirit, and no meaningful progress is really going to be made until you get some semblance of a rest. I'd like everybody to roll perception checks for your watches, please. Uh, okay, okay. okay, please
2: roll. I'm good.
3: Oh, <laughs> oh come on, guys. Ooh.
1: <laughs> guys. <laughs> Natural one. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm tired. Tired.
3: tired. <sighs> Ten. Oh, that's pretty high. 21. <laughs>
0: 21. <Yeah>. Nice job.
3: <laughs>
1: Natural one. Natural one. Hey. <laughs> the fog makes it difficult to you know, really discern anything outside of the immediate area where you guys are with these docks and the platforms and the dwellings that you're in. Sasha's watch goes by, wakes his brother Rumik. His watch goes by. And I think Graven, were you after that? Were you last? Yeah, watch? second. Third or that third watch. watch. You were the third watch. Wake Graven. And as Graven's Watch is going, he sort of takes a slow walk up and down those uh, platforms that are floating in the water there, sort of heavy bootsteps.
6: Boom. Boom.
1: Boom. You look out in the direction, even though you can't see it, but you look out to the north, sort of, in the direction of Finlock Forest. And... You don't want to kind of stick your head above the fog, but you think about the last thing that you saw, the smoke rising and what might have happened as it was sort of being consumed as that pool of magma continued to expand and swallow up the holding pens. All of the things that kind of came crashing down. And you think about how these meddling gods, how they cling to this plane of existence, how they just refuse to let go. And you get a sense of just how difficult it is to do what Orva does, which is keep them in check, and how that's just become rampant, that the gods becoming closer and closer and becoming more and more powerful. And the closer they get, the more difficult it is to excise them, like a thorn that's in your skin that the skin has grown over it. So even to get the thorn out, you have to cut yourself again to pull the thorn free. All those thoughts kind of running through your mind. You turn back towards the shore, where it's not the last time you saw them, but you guys, the last time you rested was here as well, and the last time you were here, everyone kind of was going about their business. Erland meditating in one spot. You remember Safira tending to her bow. You remember Orba finding a little spot to herself that she could commune with the dead in her own way. You look up and down the shore. You take a couple steps. Your feet touch solid earth. You come off the docks and your feet touch solid earth. You hear the little pebbles and sand crunching beneath your feet. And you just let the air kind of pass over you, the breeze and the fog, the little droplets of dew that kind of form from the condensation in the air. You close your eyes for a moment. And you open your eyes again, and there's a shadow coming closer. Some kind of figure moving through the fog, starting as a silhouette, and it starts very light, and it gets a little darker and darker, give me a perception check. I'm gonna like try to stand very still. Okay, give me a perception check first and then give me a stealth check. Perception mm-hmm. is gonna be uh, nine, mm-hmm. and
0: stealth is gonna
1: be 11. Okay, okay. standing very, very <laughs> still, you are able to sort of mitigate most of the sound. You're not far enough away from the water that sometimes when the water will laps up, it hits the backs of your ankles. So there's a little like, <sighs> as it splashes against you. So it's very quiet, but there is some sort of interruption of the water that makes a little bit of noise. And as you look through the fog, you try to discern what kind of shape is being made, whether it's a humanoid figure or some kind of animal or something moving, but it stays just ever so slightly ambiguous as it gets closer and closer. It's hard to sort of discern what exactly might be approaching. can I get um, Maybe a little taller than you, but it's okay. also difficult to tell because you know that the ground slopes up from okay. where you are, so it could just be slightly raised from where you are. Mm-hmm. And what sounds like footsteps, but again, hard to tell, moving across the sort of pebbles and sand, it gets closer and closer, and that's where we're going to end. No, oh, come so. on, no, Matthew, no! So, something seems to have located you here in the harbor, animal or human. We will have to wait to find out. All right, I've got two ideas. <laughs> it's either Drosko uh-huh. or Kuzni.
0: He's, he's down here and he's oh, just God. like, I got nothing Hang left. So I'm going to come bitch <laughs> And I'm going to have to like.
6: <laughs> yeah, Pugilist Kuzni. Oh, oh, no.
3: Poured himself
1: one last time oh, into. God
3: damn. Uh, yeah.
1: That is where we're going to end tonight's stream. A wonderful job. Oh, the music guys. was beautiful. Oh, yeah. was awesome. <laughs> what was that? This oh, is a shit.
4: this is a bagpipe practice chanter. So on yeah. a on a bagpipe. <laughs> That's so cool. This is a double reed, and this is what <laughs> sticks out the bottom of the bag. Yeah, the holes are. So this it sounded cool. like a fucking bagpipe. It should like like, oh, sure, sound something like that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how they work. I don't know if. It, if, if where's <laughs> the bag, hey,
1: <laughs> Matt? Put bagpipes on my items. I didn't ask him to do that. (laughs) You had like a... Uh, instrument proficiency, and I looked at them and I was like, I don't know, bagpipes. <laughs> hey,
0: Did you know crazy. that like you that's... were gonna try to do that? He checked that... it with
1: me. I checked it. Um, yeah, just so we had some sound <laughs> testing. But... but before you
0: asked, you had already put bagpipes yes, on Yes, I yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh I mean, god.
1: I think Erland also had like an instrument on his, yeah. and, and I like, mostly put that on that. because it gives you a proficiency in something, but I didn't expect it to come up or Oh my or... god. That was
3: insanely awesome.
1: I, Dude. I'm weeping. I'm fucking (laughs) broke me, man. Aw. We had a slightly shorter episode tonight because we started a little late, but we promise we'll make it up. Um, We'll have a juicy episode next week. Again, felt like it was seven hours (laughs) long. But uh, thank you guys so much for joining us. Thank Um, you. We not only got into the Shade Assembly and slayed the Chimera and the Cleric, you guys got out of the Shade Assembly. (laughs) (laughs) I had written there... um, that oh, it was no. very difficult to find the boats. That if you didn't Ooh. find those, your options were to Bang. swim across or, or run across the isthmus, the isthmus across, which yes. would have been like, and the boats were the, were the oh, easy yeah. way across. Oh, uh, oh, Especially boat.
0: with a goddamn unconscious,
1: <laughs> oh God. yeah. four and
2: a half foot deep <laughs> During the break, oh, Anthony was like, <laughs> "This is what's going to happen if the shade summit does this, or this, or this." And he's like trying to mark it all along. It was
1: wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> what was your plan? Did you have an excuse? Um, there was a couple of, like, uh,
0: <laughs> we, um, we're, we, you're welcome, and, uh, I want to talk to Jillian, if, oh, she's not here, I, I don't
1: know, like, I don't thank, I, you're welcome. So, very interesting blank. <laughs> you're welcome, can I talk to Jillian? <laughs> I don't talk to
0: anyone to talk to Jillian, or Josco, or, uh, Grimari, cause, uh, those people, I know their names. Yes. So <laughs> you have to <laughs> show them to me. Hi his drop name. Dropped. Dropped through the
3: Assembly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's, that's great. Uh, Killer. Awesome.
1: So next week we'll figure out sort of what our next uh, objectives and moves are. Mm-hmm. Moves here are. Um, we'll be moving down the coast toward the Wakchu Barrens where some of the Glias may have sort of reappeared. Um, you can imagine them sort of looking across the Barrens if they're able to see each other and being like.
6: <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh. So we'll see if that's where we choose to go, or whatever this figure is. Who, if we can sort of talk or see who this might be. And he's as
2: tall as you. And he's coming down the. He's
1: coming down the hill. Was it was a little. The perception hill, check yeah. was pretty low, so oh, hard to true. tell. That is exactly. true. That is true. Uh, Yeah, and and you would know because you guys came this way. That yeah, he was walking. The person yeah. or creature was walking downhill. So <laughs> I'm just gonna. They're <laughs> gonna come all the way to me and start talking to me. I'm like. You can see. Me. <laughs> Oh, that was the other thing
0: I was going to say. So it's just going to be like, any question the Shade Assembly asks, like going to be uh I'm here. There was a god. They they got me here. <laughs> I followed a
1: god. That's it. Good Deity. Yeah, I think it would have Plead worked. ignorance. Ask him. Yeah, exactly. Um, awesome, awesome, awesome. Uh, amazing job from both uh, of our oh guests, oh once again. God. And they will be back yeah. next week to continue to the old ego journey reprise yeah. their roles. Um, Thank you all so 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 much. We'll give another shout out, even yeah, though I believe he stepped in and out to uh, Jackrabbit Power for your incredibly uh-huh. generous donations. Yes! Admusions.
3: Oh my gosh! Thank but
1: in so addition, much. was there any uh, shout? You're outs? scrolling
3: in the wrong direction. Yeah,
1: um, you're right. No. You're right.
0: Where did we leave off? We I left don't know. off with Burnsy, Ally Slater, Pocodoco. Like that's
2: it. A thousand oh. bits. One hundred bits. And
0: Dave yeah. the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's all. Burnsy nine nine seven. Ally Slater twenty three. Pocodoco. Uh, Speaking
3: of Pokodoko, they should be creating a.
5: uh, Oh, discussion thread. Spoiler section in our discussion thread about this episode. Go ahead and check it out in our Discord.
3: I'll throw the link in there at some point.
1: Um, Sometimes we have happy streams. (laughs) (laughs) This was a mix.
3: (laughs) It was a mix. This was super happy. This was happy. It was a
1: happy sad. Cathartic. Yes, Yes. exactly. Um, I will say once again, um, so that people are aware, and. If it isn't already very obvious, this is very much the winding down of Campaign 1, and uh, details soon to be revealed regarding Campaign 2, which we are in the process of planning. So, look out for stuff like that. There will probably be, I think I mentioned this before, there will probably be, between Campaign 1 and 2, maybe a little mini fun side thing where we have some guests and do a little, uh, you know, possibly the same characters, but some kind of...
6: And a talkback. Yes,
1: we definitely have a talkback episode, but also some kind of a fun little unrelated uh, side quest just to nice. get us, bridge us the gap to campaign to. Um, so look for more on that.
3: Yeah, whenever we make that. Yeah. stay <laughs>
1: tuned. Thank you stay guys uh, once more, uh-huh. and uh, thank you for tuning in even though we pushed back the start time. <clears throat> Next week we'll hopefully at our regularly scheduled time. We love you all, have a wonderful week. Good night, everybody. Bye. Bye.
0: That's all for now. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of A Peek Beneath the Veil on Tabletop Notch. If you enjoyed the show, please tell a friend or leave us a review on the podcast app of your choice. It has been an honor. Until next time, as the Ackley Elves would say, your presence is a gift.